Hey everybody, welcome to the Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ash Thorpe, and we got a very special episode today. It was a very good, flowing, natural conversation, which is really great. I've only spoken with Nicholas uh, one time, I think, online, so this is a this is a good one. We have Nicholas Lepardo on, who's a friend of myself, and Andrew Harlick as well, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. I um, For this episode, I'm going to focus on, in the beginning of it, we're going to focus on um, a really good, good key aspect of keeping yourself fresh and um, creatively charged and keeping yourself pure to whatever it is that you're doing. And that's what I like to call the passion project. It's something that um, it's something's really dear and important to me personally. Um, it's something that I talk a lot about when I go and do my speaking events and stuff. I, I speak a lot about the power of passion projects and why I do them. And I'm going to kind of explain kind of the point and reason why I do them. And if you're not doing them, I'm hoping I could persuade you to maybe even try them. And it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. It could be something, you know, simplified or a weak project or whatever. Um, but it's something that I really find to be really important. And there's a big difference here. So, um, the reason why I'm bringing up passion projects is for the most part, when we set out to do these things in our career and being creative, we would focus on doing, you know, things for other people for the most part, you know, that's the goal is to get a job in the creative industry and, and then be able to provide for yourself or your family or whatever. Um, and that's awesome. That's, that's goal number one, right? But when you get to that point where you're able to do that and since, uh, maintain that and sustain that, um, there's a point where I think you might come to it like I did, which is a crossroads creatively where you're wanting more or you're feeling a little empty because you're constantly saying yes to client work and then you're not saying yes to yourself and then you're feeling neglected somewhat. So the key thing that I found in my career is having these passion projects. They get kind of crazy and a little out of control for me personally, but it's kind of my nature. Um, I'll go set out to do like a film that turns into this whole like year long project. Um, again, it doesn't have to be as crazy. You learn a lot from that. But the main key thing that I think is really important that I've learned from doing passion projects is it gives you a safe place to learn. And it also gives you a safe place to fail. I never like to fail when I'm on the client's dime. I feel like that's, um, first it's just really bad to do. Um, and I just think I, I just never felt comfortable with that. Um, unless the client was explicitly okay with saying, Hey, it's okay if you fail or if you can do as many tries, that's okay. If they're saying that, then I'll be okay with that. But for the most part, I never felt comfortable with that. So what I do with my passion projects is I allow myself to fail quite a bit and it allows me to learn new things and to try new things and to rediscover things and also to keep myself very sharp. Passion projects allow me to try and do different things that I've never tried before or learn a new skill or a tool set that I find fascinating. It allows me to also collaborate with my friends and people that I admire. Um, it just gives me a, the ability to really connect with other people and learn from them as well. You know, you should always be the one that in the room, you should, you should be surrounding yourself with people that are better than you as, as much as possible. And if you can't have a physical room like I do and you work remotely from things like, you know, surround yourself digitally with people that are better than you and learn from them and be humbled by that. I think that's really important. So the passion projects have really, uh, have allowed me to have this special window in my time and my day where I'm able to fail and grow and learn. And I find that to be really important. It's a very special part of it. Again, it doesn't have to be this massive thing. It could be like, you know, maybe you want to get into taking photography or something, or you want to learn how to cook. Um, you know, that's maybe that's a passion of yours that you've always had or whatever. Um, or you want to learn, you know, whatever it might be, it doesn't have to be this massive ordeal. 
Um, I think it's really important to do these because, you know, when you're working under a client, there's a lot of pressures and you don't realize them if you're working up for a client for a very long time. You don't realize them until you're able to release all that pressure and kind of just make things naturally. Because as we, you know, for the most part, if you're like me, you grew up wanting to create and you grew up drawing, you grew up designing, you grew up doing all these things naturally just because that's what you do. You've been possessed or it hit you later on in life, but you've been possessed to do that. And you didn't have all these other things in the way of it. It was just like natural, like a child playing in like a sandbox, for example. So um, I think that's a really key thing. I find that my best work comes out in my passion projects because it's directly from me. There's no, um, you know, separation between myself. There's like the client, their, their words aren't getting in the way of my intentions necessarily. And not to say that that doesn't work as well because I learn a lot from working with clients as well, but it's a different thing when it comes from me personally. It's the the sole creation. Over the years of doing these passion projects, these passion projects have gone off to allow me to show who I am to people and then those people then hire me down the road. And I've done some really incredible work as of lately with some huge clients who are fans of the, of the passion projects, which is really awesome just goes to show that like taking those risks, putting the, investing the time and money and effort and just late nights on learning new things is, is paid, pays off, you know, and that was never necessarily my intention. It's just like another great bonus. And it just really helps feed myself and then others creatively. I think it's just a a really important part of, you know, feeding the overall kind of economy, like a ecosystem of creativity. So, and again, like I said, it, really helps me manifest new jobs and all that kind of stuff. So it's passion projects have been just really great. And I think it's just, if, if anything, it just helps you understand the power of manifestation. It opens up all those doors and it creates connections to those that are aligned with you and, and what it is that you do. So I couldn't recommend doing passion projects more. Um, this is more or less just me talking about how important I find passion projects to be. And they don't have to be this massive thing. Like I said, it could be you know, you just want to learn how to draw hands, for example. So you're going to slowly work every day towards it. The one thing I will say that's really important is you need to respect your time and stick to a schedule. So let's say you have a nine to five job or a job that takes up eight to 10 hours of your day, you know, you and you feel that you need to sleep six to eight hours and, and then you have whatever else, you know, let's say you have family time and all that kind of stuff as well. I'm pretty sure that I could find you an hour each day to dedicate to whatever it is that you want to do. And I'm pretty sure that hour of your day will be one of your golden moments. It'll be your, your, the time that you feel most connected to yourself. And that will probably spawn a lot of great things in your life. So no matter how busy you are or how busy you think you are, um, and you don't necessarily have to do this if this isn't something of interest to you, but if you feel an inkling or you feel tired or uninspired or, um, slacking a connection to yourself spiritually in your art. Um, I know it sounds super kumbaya hippie stuff, but it's like, uh, that's the only way I can really explain it with, with my words is, is mostly due to you not being connected to your work. And by setting aside, aside time to you deeply to yourself to really focus on what it is that you want to do. Um, that's, that's really where the good stuff comes from. So that's my, my rant on uh, passion projects and how important they are. And they've been nothing but great things for me. They've been really difficult and very challenging. I don't do them with expectations. I do them just simply because I need to do them as you should as well. So just reduce the expectations and, you know, try to just do them as natural as you can and it could be something very small to something very big. 
And that kind of leads me into introducing our guest today, who's we talk a lot about manifestation in this episode, and I'm hoping it's going to inspire you out there because Nicholas is really big on manifesting. You know, Nicholas, from what he's told me, he's done a lot of different things from playing music um, to doing stand up comedy and all kinds of different things and kind of exploring and, and dabbling and trying different things. And then eventually he kind of stumbled upon user interface design. And then as all of us or most of us have stumbled upon Andrew Kramer's tutorials and learning After Effects and looking at, you know, what what's out there in the workforce and seeing, you know, who's doing user interface design and the studios that are doing that. And then his goal of wanting to work in Hollywood on big movies and to have that place, you know, and that goal, like a lot of us do, myself included, um, and chasing his dream and making it happen. And he's worked hard. He stayed humble, worked hard at it daily. And he's, you know, finally finding that rhythm and he's getting there and he's like really enjoying it. He's, he's hitting his stride right now. It's really cool to talk to him. And he, he just recently did like a complete reset on his social media, which he removed all his, his prior work, which I thought was fascinating as well. So you get some answers to that too, if you've been following him, wondering where all his work went. Um, but it's a, uh, it's one of the most naturally flowing podcasts I think we've done. And uh, I'm just really excited to share it with y'all. So uh, here we go. It's going to be episode 188. We're getting up there, everybody. Nicholas Lopardo. Here we go. Where's the Joker? <laughs> Shit, that's pretty good. <laughs> what is he? He has a couple lines in that movie. He's like, <laughs> like uh, fear me. <laughs> <laughs> we were always just talking about that with a friend of mine. Like, those movies are actually really good and they're fun, but the voices are horrible. Like Bane's voice. I guess. <laughs> I guess the Joker guy yeah, did a great best. job, though. Yeah, like, no doubt. The one thing about Batman is, how come they didn't make something? You know, like when he's getting into his like outfit costume whatever it's called how come they didn't do something with his professional (laughs) kick-ass suit okay yeah his kick-ass suit why didn't they have it so that like one of the stages is that like he closes his eyes and goes up to like a spray cannon and it sprays black on his eyes because like his eyes are blatantly like painted right yeah like as opposed to it just he just has painted eyes (laughs) hey man it's called manscara dude yeah, exactly. But, you know, <laughs> include it in the sequence. No, no, man. I think that would take away uh, from all the beauty of just being a badass. Feel yeah, that's me. true. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh. <laughs> there, I got to watch it again because there's a couple lines in there that are pretty funny. Then you just say like silly stuff. and You're like, oh, damn. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I rewatched all of them recently. Oh, yeah. How'd they, they hold do, up to you? They did hold up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're probably arguably some of the best Batmans out there, but I don't know. I, I mean, I really love the Tim Burton ones, the two Tim Burton ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are so uh, iconic, but I think it's nostalgia speaking, at least. That's the thing. It's like, it's hard to we're, tell. I think we're the same age. Um, I'm 55. And, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, it is right in that right realm. Like the 89 Batman is just you know dude it's the jam that's our that's our thing my favorite batman is actually the animated version yeah oh yeah the animated series yeah yeah i checked out some of that um it looks cool what you didn't grow up watching that 
No, I mean, I remember it being on, um, but I mean, <laughs> I grew up in like the smallest town, man. So like all we had, was, we had like TV land. So I was watching like Green Acres, you know, like yeah, I was yeah. watching shit from like just such a long time ago. So I'm 35. How old are you? Uh, 34. Oh shit! How old am I? <laughs> Eighty-four. Yeah, I was gonna say you sound like you're 34. eighty-four now. <laughs> thirty-four. Um, okay. Born in eighty-four, so I, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm eighty-three, kid. I'm an eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, that makes sense. And yeah, <laughs> so isn't it weird? It's kind of crazy. I think we're seeing some crazy ass growth happening because if you look at like entertainment or just, I have a thirteen-year-old daughter, and I look at what she's into, and I'm like, I don't even understand that. And I always told myself yeah. I wouldn't be that person. Yeah, I'm seriously yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what, what kind of stuff is she into? YouTube and just like watching yeah. Instagram feed. I mean, I, I do some of the same things, but like it's it's totally different. I don't know. There's it's, yeah, there's some good role models out there. Some good YouTube role models, I think. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I like how optimistic it's, it's you sound. It, it, it's <laughs> even your voice. Like, you sound like you're lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. There, there is for sure, but. I don't know. It's hard, man, because like the fact that that does repeat itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every generation is the same thing. It doesn't mean that like, OK, our generation is the last generation to have something of substance. Right. It obviously just morphs in a way that is I mean, either that or things are just getting shittier every single, you know, every single generation. But <laughs> I think that there's this. We, I mean, it's evolution. Right. And you can't you can't um, fight it, I think, because if you try to fight yeah. it, I think it's just going to cause more problems. I think that there's, I don't know, man, I, I try to think about it and I, and the more I think about it, the more frustrated and confused I get. So I just kind of try and avoid it. <laughs> do you think, do you think, yeah. Do you think that you have, uh, that like, you know, your daughter's generation that there is less substance there? And if so, do you believe that your father's generation had more substance? Yeah, I think that there was, I think that the biggest thing that I think is really different is people are lying to themselves about what's genuine and what is, you know, like, go, oh, right. that's my friend. And like, oh, yeah. And then they, when they hang out, they don't hang out. They're on their phones and they're not like interacting with like eye contact. And like, there's certain things that I still think are intrinsic, intrinsically important of being a human being. And and maybe I'm just old, but I think it's <laughs> eye contact and like, yeah, like, you know, one-on-one -on -one relationships and stuff. And like, I do wonder, like, I mean, you know, like how often do you get out around other people? For me personally, I try to get out. I mean, I do jujitsu. So jujitsu is twice a week. Right. So that's yeah, yeah. a very personal input. <laughs> that's like, you know, like you're, you're right in, in there. You're in there in the worst ways too. So, <laughs> yeah. So I do that twice a week. And then I, um, I'm always talking and hanging out with my wife, but I don't think that counts. What you're asking, getting out to meet strangers. Is that what you're asking? No, I think, no, that counts. Just like that, like real human interaction kind oh, yeah. of thing. I mean, I mean, I work with my wife. We live together and I work yeah. with her. And so we're close. We're, we talking every day. We're, doing something together so in some capacity um so yeah that's that for that but then i try to meet up with a friend or friends i have a group of friends that i've known for a very long time and yeah. i love them and we get together and we do like a do like a dinner once a month and everything yeah. else other than that it's like yeah how about yourself do you get out and have genuine interactive conversations and face-to-face -face kind of stuff and do you value that I mean, yeah, I do value it. Definitely. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I've kind of moved around a lot, so 
like I've been, I'm up in Vancouver now. Yeah, Canadian, eh? Or, yeah, Canadian. Um, are, you, are you always in Canada? Canada? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I moved to LA for a little bit, but that was very short lived. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, I do value it. And I mean, like, like I came to doing like graphics and like stuff, like kind of like later in life. So my, you know, like I spent most of my 20s, you know, very much like being out there, like just doing different artistic pursuits and like where I'm, you know, interacting with people and, you know, not being behind a computer. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it like maybe it hasn't hit me as hard, but I do feel it and I do value it like definitely. Um, but I was just talking to one of my friends about this today where like, okay, so what we classify as having like a genuine interaction, um, would be like the eye contact thing and all that. But there is like still some genuine interaction that goes into like somebody just fully digitally. Like I'm trying to be the most open-minded, right? About it's true. I mean, there's a point you would, to it. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, biologically, it is hitting on a bunch of the same things, right? So it I wonder. It is, but it's not, though. Really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I can see the case for it being um, detrimental because if you're not, you know, playing out all this stuff in real life, uh, then the reward system is going to be kind of weird. That I, makes sense. I equate it to love making or masturbating. It's like one is. I'm listening. One is, yeah. I got your interest, and everybody Bring else is in. listening to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Um, but it's like you know, like doing master- the Batman voice. Oh, and in the most. Then we have sex. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> now doing the uh, Bane voice. Oh, <laughs> you know how to yes. do the Bane voice. <laughs> yes. And we're going to do it a sexy time. <laughs> that, that is very close to Caitlyn Jenner. I don't even know who that very is. Very close. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Oh, Bruce Jenner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Creepy mode. Okay. Yeah. We're going in Silence of the Lambs style. But like, Bully. I think one of them, I mean, so I think that they, so I think for me, a lot of my relationships with people that I work with are friends or colleagues and stuff. They exist a lot on like Skype or phone calls or even this podcast, like, you know, like yeah. doing like, and, and there's, this, there's definitely a value there when it's, you're exchanging like, you know, laughs and fun and stuff. But like the deep down real like relationships, I, I still do. My brother said one something one day and I, and I was like, ah, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about, but I, I it stuck with me. So <laughs> there's a truth to it. And he said, you don't know who your friends are until you know what their burps smell like. And I thought that was like a weird way to say it, but at the same time, it's kind of true. You know, it's like not to segue you back into how you opened it up, which was about the sex and masturbation part. Yes. So I think the, I think that it's connected in the way that what I meant to say is lovemaking in comparison of to masturbation, you know, like masturbation Mm -hmm. is does, you know, you have an urge, you get it done and it's like, you feel dirty after and you cry a little bit. Wait, don't you do mm-hmm. that? I'm joking. <laughs> but then, you know, love making is it's, it's like one of the core reasons why we exist is to, right. You do to, it, you cry after. Yes, you do it and you cry after again, yeah. but you don't feel like a, tur- a turd bag. So, yeah. Yes, yes, I'm on board. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh, uh, hopefully the right people are listening to this one. Yeah. Uh, if not, oh well. <laughs> Go find another podcast. There's, there's millions of them out there. So, but no, I mean, I don't know. There, there, there's a, there's a really, I'm really, I love the internet, the age of the internet. I'm really stoked on it. Social media is quite weird. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I really enjoy about it. You seem to be pretty, uh, acclimated, I guess the word or, um, big into social media, aren't you? You're pretty active on that. 
Yeah. I mean, not, not recently. Um, but I definitely, who touched you? (laughs) Everybody. Um, (laughs) no, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely like, I used it fully to try to get a career and, and it worked. So in that way, I mean, it's like an amazing tool. Like I had dreams of like being in Hollywood and like legitimately from Instagram, I got there and like, of course, it's not about that. It's like the craft of doing something and turning over something or whatever. Interesting. But like, so you went through the of, whole circle, huh? Yeah, hundred yeah, okay. percent. Like means of communication hmm. does matter. So like in the ways that it is obviously trivial, yeah. um, you know, I think, it, yeah, we can kind of like get past those and like, hey, we see how it can be detrimental in that. Um, but there is something like pretty magical because it's like, it's obviously not about it being, okay, it's called Instagram. You know, like at one point it was MySpace at, you know, whatever, it will be other oh, things. Oh, dang, taking it back, baby. <clears throat> yeah. Full on. To the classic jams. HTML. Oh, um, man. American online discs in the mail. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you've got mail. <laughs> best. <laughs> All right, um, do the Batman voice. Uh, so, yeah. you got mail you got mail I'm totally, totally butchering I'll have to listen to it and I'll, I can for sure do a Batman yeah. voice you were locked in Fear at the me. beginning oh, well, that's that? good there you go yeah that was good you were locked in at the beginning but once you add in you know like other phrases that are not what he would say yes then it becomes hard like um, feed me pork <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um, but yeah, you know, like to mistake something like um, <clears throat> Instagram or any one of these things as being like something trivial, it's like it's people using it. Like it, mm-hmm. it is people, right? Yes. Um, it's a mechanism. And that's so, sure. yeah, hundred percent. And like, I remember, um, so like for me, like I started doing like graphics and stuff like that maybe like six years ago or so. Mm. Um, and out before of nowhere, that, was, you just were like, all right, today yeah, like I was, I'm making a lasagna and I'm going to do some. <laughs> Some designs. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I was just like, I was doing, I mean, I, I just always wanted to, I had this like Hollywood thing in my mind. Okay. And I had I the same thing. Like, was it, what was it? A movie that hit you or a calling? Yeah. Or? It was like this fixation with, um, I don't know. I just, I loved like Johnny Carson, like late night TV. Mm-hmm. I think also too, because you know, we had, we just, all we had when I was a kid was like TV land and all these old shows. Yeah. Um, I just got kind of like, fixated with like old Hollywood and you know, whatever, just the romanticism of, of, of the course, whole thing. It's very romantic. Right? It's incredibly um, romantic. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and also like, you know, like in the days of vaudeville when it's like, you know, everybody would do everything. Um, I never really, I mean, I searched for like a long time up until like six years ago, kind of for something that would sort of like stick for me. Um, but nothing was, you know, I never felt like, okay, I was like, I'm as much of a musician as somebody who's like so into music or, you know, whatever, pick whatever the thing is. Sure. But I just, I like the pursuit and I like the, the general thing of creativity. Yeah. And so when I was young, I just, you know, kind of was like, okay, I want to like try to do something with this. Um, and probably for like, you know, whatever all the normal reasons are of somebody who has like, you know, weird shit in their childhood, you know, like not like people who are very balanced seem to not really have these weird fixations. Like it's kind of weird when you're seven years old and you're like, oh, Johnny Carson is the best, you know, it's cool. But <laughs> well, like it's there's your, something. It's, it's, no, no it's, it's, it's your environment, you know, it's what you know. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, we are um, so much of what we exist around, you know, like we're s- very social creatures in that capacity, you know, like totally, totally. And so, um, I, I just, whatever that pursuit was, like I started 
playing guitar and I, you know, just whatever, whatever the things that you do, you just turn over everything, try to do something with anything. And then you just go ahead and live your life. And then I just did that for like 15 years or however long it was. <laughs> uh, and at a certain point I was just like, okay, I've done like these different things, different pursuits and, you know, kind of played out the sort of romanticized version of like, I'm living in a hotel trying to be a writer. I'm, I'm on stage doing stand-up comedy. You've done I those have, things. Yeah. Everything oh, like, wow. like everything and anything music. Like I was playing music and stuff when I was like, you know, super young, like playing in clubs and Which that was like, kind of, like pretty much every instrument, but like mostly guitar, I guess. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, anything, anything just to be around. Like, I just loved like the show, you know, the attention like, and the, the and stuff. I'm sure that I don't know, actually. I mean, like, how are you in terms of that stuff? Like you said that you had the Hollywood thing too. Like mm-hmm. when you were young, you had that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very much so. And that's why I went off to work at Prologue because I had to chase that and I did it for a year to chase the dream. And then I was able to yeah. kind of get things going. Yeah. It just lures me in as a kid. I, I was a latchkey kid. My I were single mom that didn't, you know, I would just go home yeah. and watch movies and, you know, just fuck off and do whatever stuff, you know, as a kid. And yeah. So, that was like and my, my escape. I wanted to do that for a living somehow. It was a very romantic idea, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And did you like, how, how early on did you like get into like drawing or get into like, did, did you do any other creative pursuits from the beginning? Like, you- and I, yeah, I've done, I've done all kinds of stuff too. I played music for a long time for about eight, eight years. I played bass pr- pretty seriously. Oh really? And I was really into it. Yeah. And I, like, I didn't know I got, that got pretty crazy. I like built my own, bass and everything yeah i used to play like kind of like a like a mix between justin from tool and um like cliff martinez from not cliff martinez uh cliff burton from uh from metallica so i was very much into like metal music and stuff rock music wow i loved it, it was so fun and yeah left-handed, I would, I would, so i'd play all I would, kinds of weird ways so oh I'd yeah, yeah. arpeggios and i'd i play like a five to six string bass too so i do all kinds yep. of weird stuff and pedals and just super ultra creative I enjoy yeah, that yeah. stuff. It's fun. Yeah, I, I was super. Shredding. I was I was super into all that stuff. That's awesome. Played bass in like metal bands, like like did like everything. Yeah, that's um, awesome. I think it really. So, I think that that's good to know because I think it's also really good for people that are listening to have so many different interests. I think people are afraid yeah. to have these interests, um, but I think they really they add a lot of flavor to your decisions, especially as a designer. I think it it really gives your 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 work a lot of emotional backing i don't know if that makes sense or maybe it does yeah absolutely so i think yeah. it just helps yeah yeah cool. for sure oh, one thing that i noticed is that like it it feels like it kind of all comes from the same place anyways you know what i mean like for yeah. me like i i really do care about all the different crafts yeah. and when i but like i could not be a designer like you know, tomorrow or something like, ju- and I don't want that to be the case. Like I like what I'm doing, mm. but just the idea that like, once you have turned it over, you know, done this whole thing of, of putting in like whatever the 10,000 hour thing is, um, it, it allows you to see like, okay, this is, you can see the similarities in other things like other oh, yeah. endeavors become exactly the same. Okay. You get how to turn it over. Um, and even with this, like for me, like just to go back to the <clears throat> whole trajectory, um, was that I was doing that stuff and then just at one point decided like, okay, let, let me just like try to do something else. I decided to go to school for, for, um, television, like broadcast television, mm. just to like be around some different people and just try different shit. And I was like 27 and I was like, shit, I need to like, 
you know, I need to like do something. I can't keep like kicking around in this like, you know, whatever weird amorphous way. Um, and that's kind of like when I got into it. And I think the, the, the cross section of doing something like design, it's like, okay, you can have a career, but you can also kind of still do this like Hollywood thing, you know, and it like kind of work works out. Um, yeah. How did did you decide that? Like what made you think and to get to there, you know, like, well, I was going to ask you like, so, um, you, when you were doing music and everything, right? Like you, you were drawing from when you were super young. Yeah. Yeah. I was, we grew, I grew up really quite poor and it was like an escape from reality almost not in a bad way. It's just, you don't have, you don't have the, you know, like normal kids to have like a toy and stuff. It's not like I didn't have that stuff. It just, I wanted more and my mind was my way to escape into building my own things. And so I just kind of make my own stuff. So I've been creating in my mind for a very long time. Did you envision yourself like, like specifically the thing of like Hollywood, like you see movies, like you asked me if there's a specific movie and there, there wasn't, but for you, was there a specific movie? Uh, there was a lot of them. Um, I mean, I grew up watching like who framed Roger rabbit, which if uh, at the yes. time, if you think about it, it was quite insane. And I watched it recently. Totally. And I was like, wow, I can't believe what they were pulling off back then. It was, it was really, yeah. it's very smart people working at it, you know, like, Mm-hmm. People praise like 2001 Space Odyssey, like myself, but I'm like, man, don't forget who framed Roger Rabbit, you know, <laughs> totally. like, the skill in that thing is pretty crazy, but not like the labyrinth, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. like a lot of those, uh, Jim Henson films, uh, big yeah. fan of those, those things just open up your mind. They really explore yeah. it. And then I also was really big into reading. Uh, like I, I had a, I, I, I'm dyslexic and I had a learning dis- disabilities growing up. I was in special education for most of my earlier like education. And so I had a real hard time. At least that's what they told me. I think I just wasn't a paying attention or didn't care to, and I'd rather right. do other things. And then eventually, um, I, I, cause I had a hard time reading where that's what they would say. Eventually once I figured out how, how cool books could be, I became obsessed with them and I would just <coughs> plow, plow right through them. And then yeah. from there, just everything kind of came from that, you know, it's like the books, Did you envision the like, stuff. Yeah. Right. Did, did you envision like early on, like, okay, I want to do something like, like, did you have like this grandiose kind of nature? Cause I have this thing where it's like, I've talked to a lot of people about this, which is, it seems as though from the outside that most people that become these like, you know, spokesperson for a craft or become, you know, whatever, any of these people that we all talk about and like look up to and Elon Musk, it's like, there is also this underlying thing that is seemingly it's like not on the surface, but it's like, it's like, and it's not an ego thing, but it's like you, you are like really trying to put this together. Like you're really trying to manifest this idea that you had maybe when you were younger or maybe, you know what I mean? Sure. Did, 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 Did you have that or was it just literally like byproduct of, no, I'm just doing creative things. And then this happened to me. It's a nice mix of the two. I'm constantly, yeah. I don't know, like I'm constantly like contradicting myself. <laughs> yeah. So I'm constantly uh, fighting those two, those ebbs and flows, but yeah, it's like a nice mix between those two things. And it's just a matter of, you know, whatever the passion is. So if it's like playing music or like being like, it's cool, like looking through your work, it reminds me of a lot of the stuff I was doing like a couple years ago. I stopped doing a lot of that stuff because, because I was like, okay, I, I've, felt like I figured it out and now I'm like, okay, now I'm trying next challenge for me personally, you know, like 
that's yeah. you can go you can go endless into that graphic design like ui like madness too like it's never ending. Yeah. i think i was just tired of repeating myself though i was like okay <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep doing these things and so i yeah. like the challenge and that's something that i was going to ask you later but like um i don't know segue it all over the place but um no, I think it's just like with whatever, whatever it is, you know, it's whatever the, the adventure is, you know, like, so like you mentioned Elon, like Elon is a, is a, like, a like I'm trying to find the right word for it, but he's very possessed to get things done from what it seems like. I've read the books and all that yeah, stuff. And yeah. He's very possessed to, to hit a certain goal and stuff. And I think once and you mentioned this earlier, like once you kind of go through these patterns of different things and you go, okay, well, this is just like the other thing you start to realize like they all kind of come down to the same thing, which is like you sitting down, getting the work done and doing what matters, which is like the work that makes you happiest and like focusing in yeah. on that. And then from there, everything else kind of like stems from that. And, and you know, like your, yeah. be- your work, your, your, your best work comes from those moments of just like complete focus and, and dedication and can sacrifice commitment. At least that's what yeah. I feel. So uh, do you, yeah. do you spend, it seems like you spend a decent amount of time learning. We were just, talking on Twitter about, uh, you learning unity. Sir Jan was heading oh, up yeah, and yeah. saying, Oh, you gotta, you gotta ask Nico about yeah. this stuff. Yeah. So does that something that you got into and getting into unity or is it just like, you know, hit you as a whim or is it something that you're like, okay, it's the future. Or what, what made you um, decide to get into that? But that's pretty, that's a big it, departure. I'd say. Yeah. It was a total whim and I will tie this back into the story that I deviated from. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I think, no, just the idea of, like, I think the only skill that, that one should, uh, the most valuable to turn over is to like, be able to like adapt and to like learn, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? If you can kind of do that, then you can kind of be, you know, cool in any scenario. What does that mean to you though? Like adapting and learning? It's, it's, it's the same thing as like you learn how to master the base or something, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that base level of, of, you can kind of consider like a bit of mastery, right? Sure. And then all the things that you see within that um, are also present in like the journey to uh, do design or I'm sure to do jujitsu or, you know, you see all these like similar things, right? It's all parallels, yeah. Yeah, so I think the first time that you kind of like get to a level of sort of mastering something, that's like, you know, full discovery, right? But but once you start to apply it to other things, um, uh, you know, it's like kind of like seeing the code a little bit, right? So anyway, so that, that thing, especially me, like circling back, um, going back to school at 27, um, I was kind of like, okay, so like I have this romantic idea of, you know, whatever doing artistic stuff and, and whatever that whole endeavor is, but then also just being like very logical, like, okay, but like, also I can't just like kick around forever. Like I got to like, you know, do something. And I was like, okay, everybody that I look at is like a little bit educated in something plus community totally matters. Okay. So like go to school and then there'll be something in there maybe that will, you know, be uncovered. And the long and the short of that is just, I went to school for television and they had something about after effects. And then, you know, then I was kind of off in that direction. Um, but what was my point? I can't remember. Um, community and learning. Yeah. Unity. So basically Uh, yeah. So I just, I try, what I try to do, which i like consistently fail at is just, if there's something I'm interested in, just like learn it, you know, like the amount you can kind of turn over in like two days is like, is huge. Right. Like you probably know, like you, you've, you've popped into unity now for like a few days, right? I haven't touched it yet. I'm like, I'm right now, I'm in the middle of shifting all my energy from octane to redshift. So I'm going over to redshift to test that out. Yeah. 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 Cause uh, octane is 
Octane's great for stills, I think, but for actually doing production, it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't have any hair to pull out, but if I did, it wouldn't even be there anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how these guys do all this stuff with it. I'm like, it's like constantly crashing and stuff, but I think yeah. their standalone is amazing. But the plugins for like cinema 4d, for example, is very buggy. It could be my yeah. fault though, using like the latest builds and stuff. So no, in general, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like I, I stopped using, I stopped doing like any 3d stuff really like maybe like a year and a half ago, oh, just wow. cause I was like getting super into like, just like straight design and just realizing like, holy shit, this is like so hard. Like I just wanted to basically do like screen graphics and, you know, just figure out whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I was kind of coming from where a bunch of people are, which is just kind of like more that like motion graphics, you know, kind of background ish where it's sure. like, there's going to be this big anomaly, like an uh, amalgamy of, of people wanting to do both. It's cool that I'm hearing yeah. that you're shifting to say, I'm going to go to just do this thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because like the the pursuit of just straight design is like so difficult. <laughs> like it's so hard. Like I literally, honestly, it took me like a year before I could just make like one design. Like after already having like a little proficiency in other stuff and like a bit of like, you know, um, some refined aesthetic a little bit. Yeah. It still took me like so long, like, like everything else. And I've talked to like a million people about this and like everybody kind of feels the same, like just literally sitting in illustrator with like, it is just like shapes and text. Okay. Like it's, it's so it's, it's like just pure design, you know? Mm, I love that. Um, that's to me, yeah. that's like the easiest, like bread and butter baby. <laughs> that's why I don't yeah. do it anymore. Cause I'm like, yeah, all right, I very, like, I want the next challenge. But I, I, I do remember sitting there in that program for a bit of time in the beginning. I think what's really yeah. was my saving grace, to be completely honest, was knowing how to draw. Knowing how to draw really right. saved my ass there because what I would do is little doodles and drawing in my sketchbook. And then yeah. I'd take those and then all you do is you just vectorize them, clean them up, set them to a grid, and then it looks all fancy pants, you know, and like cool and futuristic. Yeah. You know, there's a well, formula if you're, to it. If you're drawing for a long time, it's like you're doing design. Like yes, you're yeah. you know, you've already worked worked out all that stuff for Hopefully. you know such a, su such a long time to, to the degree of like and that's like kind of the purest things if you're just literally drawing like a line drawing of something is like the most basic like straight you know like there's there's nothing between you and like whatever the idea is you know yeah <laughs> so it's, it, is, it, it right. is design is a yeah it's interesting like <clears throat> i think about design i have a couple of friends who are incredible designers that's just what they do and yeah. Um, but I think about the future a lot too. And I look at them, I go, oh, well, like, <coughs> I know there, there's always going to be a need for design. I think design is very important. I think design is also one of those words. that's kind of like love, which it means a lot of different things. It's not just like one thing, at least for me, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think there's so many different applications. What you, what you're doing though is, is quite niche though. It's a very niche thing, but it's very popular now more than ever. It wasn't even like, I remember at Prologue, um, Ilya, who's one of the amazing designers that was working there, he was like talking yep. about user interface or something. And I was like, what is that? I didn't even know what it was. And he was yeah. showing me, and I don't know if you know his work. He's incredible. Oh yeah. He's, oh, he's like one of my favorite. Yeah. He's, he's on a whole different level and he's, yeah. and he, when he would show me what it was, like, oh, okay, interesting. And now, and now I'd see it in films, you know, like even I just watched 2001 Space Odyssey in the, in IMAX yes, yesterday, I think before yesterday i think anyways there's a lot of ui in there i didn't realize it. yeah it yeah, takes yeah. up the whole screen for some of the shots yeah. like when um spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie at least it's 50 years old i don't know if you're gonna see it but they're like when 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 uh, hal kills off some some of the, 
some of the um, the crew or the whole crew. There's like the whole screen is is UI, which is kind of funny. I didn't right. realize that, and that's like a classic film. There, I think it's quite it's 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 pretty um, abundant now and then. But I think it's like it's like it's almost too much now. What do you think about that? Like it kind of solving a lot of like bad directing. I think a lot of times it does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do I think about all this? I'm not sure. Um, I think definitely. Yeah, I actually haven't, I mean, I haven't thought about it too deeply in those specific terms, though I have experienced that a whole bunch where like, it's, you know, kind of a vehicle to get something somewhere. Um, which is kind of cool, I guess, if it's like the thing that you're doing, kind of good to be, you know, um, part of that process, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I definitely can see it just, you know, like there not being a need for it at some point. That's why I think like going back to this whole thing is like the idea of like learning, it's just like learning and design and whatever like these like kind of like uh, more base things are that can be kind of applied to everything are kind of like where I like to put the importance. So for me, like going back to the unity question, um, I was interested in it. So I'm like, okay, let me like see what this is all about. And then I learned it. And then I was kind of like, and I wonder, I'm curious to see like when you get into like how you feel about it. Um, because like, it is very, very cool, but like, it's like no, shortcut in any way, um, in, in terms of like, you have to do more work to get like a not as good looking visual that you would get just using any of those renderers that you mentioned. Sure. But obviously the upside is, okay, like I can like walk through this, you know what I mean? So that, <laughs> yeah. that is good. I freaking but, hate that we're in this like fucking awkward teenage state of technology and art. Yes. It's, it's that, like, that, come and on. Like it's, ex it's exactly what it is. It's like, like we're 10 years away from it just being like, it's not even a thing. You just like a hundred percent. And realistically, I mean like all the O toy stuff where it's like, I mean, they, I feel like there's just going to be like fully real time path tracing for us to just use. So, I mean, they already have it. They basically already have it with like, which is insane. Like it's actual path tracing. Yeah. And the, fully, uh, the, the new Nvidia like, stuff is pretty, yeah, from what I'm totally. Seeing. So it's like so, real-time ray tracing. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, you know, the idea of like, okay, with like unity and stuff is that you can like take all the different shortcuts and you can, but like, you're still like pre-rendering things. Like you're still Baking like the time, shit. the time is still there. Yeah, exactly. And there just is, it's way more robust obviously. And they have different solutions for like kind of faking the real-time GI and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it is definitely very cool. Like right now and it's totally intriguing i mean like because really i mean you can figure it out in like a couple of days like i sent you a couple of those videos or whatever yeah i'm and gonna it's sit like, down i have them all in my queue yeah. yeah like all you have to do is like just figure out like okay how does the lighting work in this and it's just it's the same as like in every like game engine yeah. um and it is cool and it is super powerful um and I so have i guess like yeah, five video know. games in my head one of them i've been make i've been working on with ryan my friend ryan cashman who i did a bunch oh of yeah early stuff like UI and stuff. We did like total mm -hmm. recall together and Ender's, Ender's game. We had yeah. a video game um, that we had been working on for like four years now, but like we just took a big break on it. And um, I was hoping to get more familiar in unity because then it would make it a lot easier for us to pass things back and we're speaking the same language rather than me just staying yeah. completely in cinema 4d and stuff. So it's just, totally. it's just like never ending. I'm looking, I'm curious to see it. I'm also like, I really do like when I make like my films and stuff, I, I, I do appreciate 
the, the idea of just, you know, sitting on Vimeo and watching a video or whatever, that's cool. I do feel that the future is, is, is about experiencing more than, than what we grew up, you know, like it's, yeah, it's for the sure. thing about 2001, which I love. And it's, is it's, it's like the, the, the monolith is when you think about it as a symbol or an icon or whatever it is, it's actually the, it's actually the aspect ratio of the film. So the film itself is the monolith. So the, what he's saying is that like the thing Ooh. that it is, is, is the actual creation. What it is, <clears throat> the art form is actually pulling you into an experience. That's the evolved art form. Right. So to me, I think the future is in the evolved art form of experiential, like just experiences in general, you know? And, yeah. and I, I know, I know there's a, there's a, there's a hive mind going on. There's a lot of stuff going on where people are definitely on that same kind of wavelength of going, okay, what's the future? I think the biggest problem is we don't have any Spielberg's or Lucas is showing us the potential, what this stuff is. A lot of it's just like, look, it's a gun and it's like super shiny and it's going to <laughs> and I, Hey, I'm, I can't hate on that because I haven't done anything better. So I, I, I right. I'm, I'm just being jo- jovial here. I'm just joking around, but at the same time, it's the truth because nobody's shown us like, I haven't seen it yet that a great story that's fully yeah. evolved and, and experiential, you know? And that is why the tool itself, like obviously doesn't matter. Like you will it of doesn't. course learn it. You will learn it because it's like, that's a cool thing. And right now that means I could like walk through a whole thing and like, I can make a film like that way. Yes. And that's like super sweet, but to, and this is kind of what I think about like design, like just straight design. Um, even if that's like amorphous as a word, um, is straight design, straight design. Is this it's copy of your new book. Is this a new book coming out? It's my second book. Straight design. <laughs> the other one was sideways design. Crooked. Design. Yes. That's the more PC joke to make than the one I was going to. Um, but, uh, yeah. So like, that's why, like, you know, the idea of like storytelling, like great storytellers will be like great storytellers, yes. like regardless. And, you know, that's like a thing with like, like, um, Anthony, like, every, like, like he does do everything, but it just feels like from the outside, it's like, it is just so he can like do the story. Uh, that's like the proper, like, that's like the Anthony ultimate Scott thing. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So Tom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does you know, do everything. I hate it. Which him. is just like, and he can like do it better than like <laughs> everybody, so, you know, but I hate him. it's not the motivating thing. No. Seemingly not for him. Right. It's like no, the, it the, the story and whatever. So he is like a perfect example of, I mean, he's like, well, I also, I'm, I'm not super connected with what is going on out there. I don't think, but I feel like he's the only example you know what I mean? Like truly in that thing, whereas like he really is good at all these crafts. Yeah. It's the vaudeville of today. Like, he's a musician. True. He's a everything. Yeah. Um, but the emphasis is the story. Like that's like what he, it is. He's know? incredibly curious. He's incredibly hardworking. He's incredibly hard on himself. And he's constantly going and learning. I yeah. remember seeing him when we first started hanging out and being friends. Going from that to where he is now is just, I'm like, dude. Like you're going fast, you know, and we're constantly yeah. pushing one another, you know, like I think we're, yeah. we're both realizing time is running low and we <laughs> have these ideas and stories. And the worst thing about getting older is the more you realize how much, how little time you have and yeah. how much stuff you need to get done. But, you know, definitely. But at the same time, like he's been doing what he's been doing, which is everything as much as he can for a very long time. You know, I always look at somebody like him and then I always think of like Jiro Dreams of Sushi, like Jiro, you know, like, have you seen that film? Still haven't seen it. No. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. You should watch it. It's something to really think about because 
I know the story. Yeah. Okay. You know the story. So the guy, he's yeah. like, he's been making sushis since like the dawn of time. And that's yeah. what makes the sushi so good. And so it's something I always think about like, damn, like, should I just focus on this one thing? I think that the real lure and the difficulty with that, with art is that there's just so many cool things. It's like, we're at an all you can eat buffet of amazing everywhere. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's just like, dude, how do you pick? So like, you know, like even with like UI and I was like, I don't even know what this is. And then Ilya showed me, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, and yeah. I, now I started seeing it in the movies I'd watch and I'm like, oh, I want to try that out. And then I eventually start doing it and it became like this thing where I was known for it and it was weird. So I was like, Ugh, I don't yeah. want to be known for this. <laughs> Not that it's bad. I just want to be known for other things. You know, I don't want to be like a, a guy that's just does this one thing. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about like, you know, if you get to the level where you've kind of turned over enough stuff and have like, um, you have like a craft, like overall, you know what I mean? Like, you know what it's like to kind of get like that deep into something. Yeah. Um, it's totally not like you will for sure, like learn unity. And if it wasn't that it would be like something else. And it, you know what I mean? Like that's sure. not the, the point of any of it. And as you were known for doing UI, you are now known for doing, you know, whatever stuff you do films and you know, well, that kind of goal, stuff. Right. I mean, that's what the and, goal. Yeah. I don't know. I, at least that's for me. And that's what my big worry I'm getting at is like, what? Well, but I'd also like, so I watched Jiro and I was like that. I'm really impressed by this guy. Like he has this sheer will to like, just fine craft everything daily, like slow increments of just perfection. And then I yeah. would read books on like Leonardo da Vinci, who's a big inspiration for me personally, because he was, he wouldn't look at like science and art and separate them like we do now. He was like, they're all part of the same thing. It's all about being curious yeah. and, and discovery. And, and, and those discoveries is what life's about. And to me, that was always like, man, that's the best, you know, like to me, that's, He's that, that mindset and that kind of person is the king of it all for me. Um, And that, and that might be the answer to the question right there, which is that like, as I'm saying with entertainment and vaudeville, and as you're saying with these people who are like, I am an inventor and I'm a poet and I'm a whatever, like Hmm. they all did all these things, you know what I mean? And a bunch of names that I probably should know, but like, like Leonardo and it's like, they, they didn't make them be any less, uh, like prolific in any way or, or any less uncovering of, you know what I mean? Like they, just because they, it's like they divided their time and it, it made it like, you know, they, they had like, they were like less worth it or something like that. You know what I mean? No, definitely. It's man, like they it's, were impactful on, on all these fronts. Yes. So it, it, therefore it must not be about, um, you know, only doing specifically one thing. I, I don't think so. And that's why I think it's great about art because art is like the subjective thing that you can't really like the the one I don't know, and you mentioned design. When somebody asks you what you do or who you are, do you say I'm a designer? Uh, yeah, I think so. I so mean, just help I ch- you? I, like, is it I change it all the time. I mean, wherever, yeah, wherever, like it has to be said, then yeah, I pretty much just say that. Mm-hmm. If it's like at an airport, then I say graphic designer because like designer, they're like of what? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. I move pixels around. Yeah. Until they make me less upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I what mean, I'm what getting that is t- titles, you know, like uh, that's, what, yeah. Cause like I, like I talk with Bradley about it, G monk. I talked to him about like, you know, yeah. What, w- what is it that you're into? Like, and then like, or like he, he's really proud to call himself a designer. And I always like kind of shy yeah. away from that because I'm like, even like, um, so I've, I've known Gio Giovanni, who's my, um, jujitsu coach and he's, 
amazing. He's top three in the world at jujitsu in his weight class. Oh, wow. He's very, very good and incredibly dedicated to his craft. He's kind of like what we are into our art. Same thing. It's just jujitsu is his right. thing. Anyways, he was trying to, he, he was trying to introduce me to somebody there and he was like, well, what do you do, Ash? Cause he knows who I am, what I do and stuff. And he was like, well, I guess I'm like, I just said, oh, I'm just creative. You know, I don't even, I just, I yeah. like to create things and, and I know it's the worst for like marketing and all that stuff, you know, it's like yeah. marketing no-nos and stuff, but right, it's like, right. yeah. And I've been given shit many times from friends about like, I think also it's really important not to be like, I'm this guy that blows this thing and blah, blah, blah. Cause you become this ego, you're identifying with something that you're really, maybe you are, but you're not, you might be yeah. it now, but you're definitely not going to be it forever because you know, what's in the past is the past, the future you can't control, but then now is what matters most. And yeah, being in that state in a healthy way, I think is what matters, but I don't know. This is a battle that I go through all the time. I do feel that titles do work and they help, especially when you're just like trying to get through a casual conversation. But yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, everything is about like whoever the audience is, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. <laughs> for sure. And I think the ultimate thing, I mean, if we're talking from like kind of bird's eye view, uh, what you want to be, I think is like, you want to be just like who you are. Like it's better to just to, to like say your name if you can, like if you can say G monk, that's better than being like specifically having to qualify it as being one thing or another, you know? Yeah. Cause he, he's a lot more than like just a designer too. Yeah. He's does a, he's multifaceted and does all kinds of different yeah. things, but he really loves the term and the, the, yes, the, the yeah. pledge of like, oh, I'm a designer. Like, and he wears yeah. it like with a badge of honor. Whereas I'm like, I don't ever want to be called that. <laughs> yeah, Maybe right. I do. I'm okay with him. I just like, no, it's yeah. like, because there's so many more things. Like I wouldn't, call leonardo da vinci an artist i just wouldn't i don't think i think that would mm -hmm. really take away from the power in which he possessed which was i just think of him as a curious human being that's like yeah. at the highest level of curiosity yeah i guess it is, i guess it is about like who you're talking to right that's because i mean at one end of the spectrum you know if you're somewhere with kind of people that have had a more like traditional life and then you're like I just create things, man. They're, <laughs> they're, totally. I totally get that. They're they're, gonna, they're like, it's probably off. better to be like, I'm a graphic designer, you know, like just to totally. kind of, yeah, you know, you got to know your audience. That's for sure. Yeah. 100%. That kind of a thing. But, but this podcast is, is about ex exposing, expressing and trying to analyze these very complex, weird things yeah, that yeah. happen between us. That's the, that's the beauty of these podcasts. I think more than yeah. anything, it's what I love about a good podcast is like, they will go into things that you just can't do on Twitter. You can't do on Facebook. Yeah, you don't want to hear yeah. it. You don't want to read it on forums. You know, yeah. you, you want, it's like this, this conversation that happens and there's these little nuggets of information that will kind of help you evolve or maybe you have a problem with or whatever yeah. it might be, but they give you some sort of thing. I just started listening to this podcast. My buddy Jason got me onto it and it's, so far it's been really great. It's called Akimbo. Do you listen to podcasts much? I do. I haven't heard of that one though. It's with um, the. It's called Akimbo, A K I M B O. It's a podcast with Seth Godin, and I just listened to one because it's a. I have a problem with this, and maybe you do too. Um, in this one episode called "Shun the Non-Believers," which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know about you. When you make work and you release it out to the public, what's your what's your anticipation? Are you feeling when you let's say you have this piece of work that you've been focusing on and it, you put a lot of attention and time? Sounds like you take your work seriously and it's very much a part of who you are. Am I assuming? Right? <clears throat> no. no, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are, you are. Okay. Um, so you're personally yeah. connected emotionally to your work. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it's good. I mean, I would be honestly kind of worried. I've met people that are like, no, no, it's just my work. And what that tells me is like, oh, you're not genuine with your work. That means you're not doing the work that you should be doing because you're like still hiding behind things. But that's cool that you do because I think that makes you vulnerable. But at the same time, vulnerability actually makes for great work, I think. So when you make this work and you put it out there, what's the anticipation, the feeling that when you release these things? Well, I was going to qualify it as like, so for me, and I'll tie this again to the, to the story, um, (laughs) is that, that I veered off of so long ago. Um, is that like, uh, I basically, because it's been like such a compressed amount of time, like I went to school, figured out like, okay, oh, there's some like kind of cool stuff here. I found Andrew Kramer's website and just like did every tutorial from that. (laughs) And so, you know, in this amount of time, like where it's like a few years, like I'm still just in the phase of like, just like trying to figure out how to make an image. So I look at the whole like endeavor in general, which is that I was like, you know, I saw like Iron Man and I was like, oh man, like that's so cool. And like your work and whatever. And I actually came across um, this, uh, I think it was like, maybe it was like your second episode or something or what, one of the early episodes, it was like you and G monk maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it was episode two, I think. Yeah. And I think Somebody it was like on like, this, why on, oh really? Yeah. On like, or something? Yeah. It was on Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I didn't know like honestly anything. Like, I mean, I, I knew Andrew Kramer and after effects and I was kind of like doing that. And then I just came across it. Um, which is also kind of like a weird, like full circle thing. Cause now like I've worked with Bradley, like we've done like, a couple of movies together yeah. and like for like the last like year and a half or so, or maybe yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and then obviously like being on your podcast, it's like super weird. Right. Cause like, I, I, I mean, I didn't know anything like literally I knew nothing. Um, but so to go to your, back to your question is just like, like the overall pursuit of trying to like learn this, I'm proud of that. But when it comes down to the specific work like I of course am proud and like doing like I, I basically I, I pulled down I think pretty much all my work recently um which is like kind of like a, a sort of a weird thing but um I basically just made this huge push right to just like okay I'm like going back to this Instagram thing I'll put stuff on Instagram I will like just try to get it out there and it's like not in a disingenuous way at all like it's like very genuous that's not a word but uh yeah, you did the, remove the, all your <laughs> stuff from Instagram interesting yeah. And like, just, just because like, you know, like I feel like I kind of had this initial phase, which was, okay, I want to just try to like learn to make an image. And like, I saw your stuff and I saw, you know, whatever, whatever, all the stuff that everybody sees is. And I'm like, oh, that shit, that's cool. And then I saw like, you know, Cantina and like the work that they're doing. And I was like, oh man, okay, this is like sweet. So then I, you know, I was like, hey, if I just put stuff out there a whole bunch, yeah, uh, then maybe like somebody will see it, you know, because people will go and get references and then they will, you know, whatever, they'll probably see yourself on Pinterest or, you know, and anybody has like the access to like be able to do that kind of thing, right? Good works rises, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah for sure. And just even the persistence and if you round it down to, okay, like just doing UI stuff, like, I mean, there's not, Like I always do this, like if you think about, okay, there's this many people in the world, but then you like round it down to like, who's doing like design stuff, then who's doing like, you know, this world of stuff, then who's doing like just UI, then who's going to post something every day. Like the numbers are not like, they start to get like very like doable where you can kind of be visible, you know? And it's all like, it's all real people out there. So I kind of like targeted, like I will learn this stuff and I want to like learn and I want to like get better as an artist and stuff. Um, And I tried to use my sort of like 
my, my artistic intellect that I did have from other things, you know, and just being like a little bit older. Okay. Maybe I can, if I try very hard, I can, I can, you know, kind of mold this into something. Um, and then, yeah, that just worked. Cause like, of course, like people would see stuff and I've told other people this too. And then they've like done the same thing and they fully have like went off and worked on like Netflix shows and you know, all this stuff. And it is just like, you would think there's this like famine for work, but there isn't like no. people are, are like, they want people that are like dedicated and actually good. Like it's crazy how much there, there's like, Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it, but like you're, you're manifesting it, right? though. You, you're talking, you're talking about the, the beautiful law of manifestation. That's exactly it. You yeah. look at the odds and you go, Hmm, everybody's designing right now and they're making logos. I'm not going to make logos. Everybody is doing them. They're yeah. already doing it better than I probably could. And I don't care about that. I'm going to go and do this thing. And that's, that's honestly how I found my own <coughs> niche was everybody was doing other things. And I was like, let me focus really gnarly on UI and be like the best that I can be at it. Yep. Yep. And yeah, exactly. The odds are if you really focus on it and you find the niche and you really hone in on it. Yeah, you can. The cool thing about UI is it really opens up a lot of doors and windows to many things. It's one of those things. It's not like drawing portraits, for example, like you couldn't take that skill and bring it over to like, say a client like Apple, for example, maybe you could, but it would be very difficult. Whereas you could do UI on a film, on a video game. Yeah. It's on, so broad. It's, it's so broad, huge, massive. You could do it yeah. on movies. You could do it on this and that. You could do it on applications. You know, you could do it yep. like, in 3d you can do it on a piece of paper like it's i that was one thing that i didn't really think about necessarily when i first did it i was right. mostly looking at what Ilya was doing and danny and those guys and paul mitchell at prologue and i was like this is fucking rad like this looks really cool it's like you're taking design and you're kind of making it i grew up really kind of into um Carson's work and I was like interesting like I liked how he was breaking things and stuff and so I was fascinated by that then I, I went full spectrum to um, looking at Dieter Ram style which is like yep. very minimal and clean and then I was like then I was like ultra minimal like no design at all and I would I'd <laughs> feel so bad when I'd go to get work on certain things with clients and I'd give them a design it's like they were expecting all these bells and whistles and bullshit everywhere. And I was like, no, no, this is the answer right here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always the heartbreak. I'm sure you probably experienced that too, where you like, you come up with the answer that you think is right. And then they're like, Oh, we just want all the, like the frills and stuff. And like, Oh, that's pointless. Like drivel, yeah. basically. Cause so much <clears throat> of this UI stuff is completely drivel. Like it's just like, it's yeah. porn, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. How do you juggle that balance between those two things? Um, well, I think like, yeah, like, like, as I was saying about, about, you know, this whole, like doing that whole push and doing the Instagram thing and trying to like, you know, figure out like design a bit and trying to figure out UI and all that. Um, I think I am kind of only at the level of, um, starting to like be able to turn over those, like those questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even being honest about it. Like I, I definitely like, I think very deeply and I've like, people always say like the 10,000 hour thing. Right. And that's always equated to like 10 years. But like, if you really work like super hard and I don't think it's the same 10,000 hours, it's a little off, but you can do 10,000 hours in like five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're I, I really hell bent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you can do it. You just literally spend like 
I mean, every day, even if you have like an eight hour job, you can still just do it and spend every hour basically, yep. you know, and sleep like four hours um, and that That's kind of true. thing. You could do um, it. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm getting to the place now where I'm like, okay, I definitely want it to work on movies for sure. And now like I've worked on a bunch of movies. So I'm like, okay, sweet. So that's like kind of crossed off as like Hollywood thing, you know, like found myself in some, you know, crazy scenarios, like sitting in Hollywood, like, like the first time I saw the Hollywood sign and I was like there because I was doing a movie where like I was designing the main thing for the movie. It's cool. Yeah, man. Like it's one of those. Because you manifested it and that's something to be proud of. A hundred percent. And that's built up from being, you know, in the middle of nowhere when I was a kid and just like, you know, dreaming of what that thing is. And you made it happen. And that's like off of nobody can take that away from you because you did it yourself, you know? Yeah. And you, the and most powerful beautiful. like inner feeling is, is that thing. Yeah. But to like tear it apart a little bit it, in is just, there is an underlying system of kind of mechanics of how the world works, which is just like, Oh yeah. Like a lot of people <laughs> could, could yeah. just, if you want to do, and I, I have told people this before. It's like, I honestly, like when I found Andrew Kramer stuff, like it, I, I don't know what it would be like if I didn't find his stuff because it, it, like he is good and then would show you how to do stuff. Like yes. nobody else who ever made anything that taught, that made something that I thought was cool. Even when I had him not a refined palette and that I was wasn't designing. Thing. Yeah, he was like, yeah. hey, he knows how to make things that are good and he's yes. kind enough to show it to you. And then he's made yes. a business out of it. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's a manifester, hundred percent, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and that like taught, like for the right years, a person like that like can influence you so much where you can then five years, you know, whatever later be sitting in front of the Hollywood sign. Yes. like. It's so crazy, but, and it has nothing to do with the fact of like, um, like I'm not like a great designer at all, but it's just, I think like you're if pretty you, awesome. If, if, yeah. But like just in a regular realm where if somebody else put in like 18 hours a day and I know this for sure, because, and this is what I wanted to you're get to is like, yourself. Yeah. no, no, it's just, it's just being like, you have to be able to accurately place yourself in the world. Right. So you yeah. don't want to have like <laughs> an, an ego or something for, you know, doing True. whatever or accomplishing Like, Smart. you know what I mean? Just yeah. because it's not, you know, and there is this underlying it's always set. somebody better. You gotta be, you gotta understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That can't be like what the pursuit is. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's this underlying, uh, underlying set of mechanics just to how the world works, which is just like, everybody will go to look for reference when they work on stuff and it's all people that like, they're not like, Oh my God, I'm in Hollywood working on something. They're just like, no, this is what my job is. So like when they go to look like just anybody can just go and put it, make a bunch of, you know, procedural, like, and I'm not trying to degrade like what the work is. Like if your endeavor in life degrade. is to try to do something and, and have like uh, you know, some sort of like career or whatever. Um, it's like pretty sweet to be like, cool, I can kind of put stuff out. I can be my kind of my own advertising a little bit and kind of plaster it everywhere. And I'm still learning. So, and it's all for a positive reason. I'm not trying to like trick anybody or whatever. Um, and then all these people will like totally see it, you know? And, uh, and I've told other, other people that, um, and they have like done it. And like I said, like they've like went on and like worked on like Netflix shows and worked on like movies and stuff like that. Like, like it's literally a thing where just, I wish, in a sense, when I was young, like somebody told me like, like just everybody is a regular guy. Like everybody's just a regular guy, just getting by and doing their thing. Like nobody, you know, there's some people that are so out of this world, like whatever, you know, but, but sure. on the whole, all this stuff is made up of just like regular guys and stuff, you know? And the best thing about being somebody who's like young in whatever, in, in any like industry or whatever, is that like, um, there's this like, opening like somebody who's super good might not want to take like a lower paying job or might not want to be making like every day is all the time you know that's not what they're they're in some deeper endeavor in art you know what i mean sure but for you at that time it's like so perfect right yeah. so 
Anyways, I don't really know where this is all going, except no, no, for Andrew Kramer is amazing, <laughs> and I owe a lot to him. Uh, yeah, Instagram, I get the parts where it's like not good, but it's like, I mean, Beeple is is like one of the most regarded artists. I people, I mean, unanimously, everybody would say that, and uh, he is like by definition putting stuff out all the time. Like it's it's more about the essence of the person's endeavor in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, no, it does. Um, and it's all about also just comes down to like what's important to you and what matters to you and what you're interested in and all that kind of stuff too, because that was kind of what I was getting at with, um, I didn't realize you removed all your stuff on Instagram. It's funny. That's interesting. Yeah. You're shedding skin. I like that. It takes a lot of, um, takes a lot to, to do that. I I've dumped a bunch of stuff before too. I was okay. It's time to change. It's time to shift time to change. Yeah. Like, I think you yeah. have to, you have to shock your system a little bit. Um, yeah. It's easy to get complacent, get comfortable, rest in your laurels and that's okay. Um, oh, for sure. Like time, I, I know think like it's good to kind of change and advance and grow and, and feel frustrated. And some of the, my yeah. favorite, most fond times in my life within my career and being creative, which I, I kind of tie my work to my life. They're both the same. I don't mm-hmm. really care. People are like, Oh, you, your work life balance, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, it's all, it's all the same. It's like, I work because I love what I do. I wake up every day, either frustrated or with intention to do better. Yeah. And I'm not blaming anybody for it or like frustrated. It's just, that's what life is, you know? So yeah, there's no excuses. You get to work and that's what matters. But, um, I was, what I went was what I meant to talk about a little bit is, you know, your emotional connection to your work. And when you post that stuff up and, and, and one thing that comes up quite a bit, I try to talk about, it, I still trying to figure it out is, and I think I'm coming up with some good resolves for it, but dealing with like criticism or like people who your yeah. work isn't necessarily designed for, because you go off and you make your craft, you know, you put your time yeah. in, you put the hours in, then you release it. I don't know. I couldn't imagine you'd have much negative feedback, but have you received any? Um, no, I mean, it's like low level enough. Like once you become somebody like yourself, it's like, just, it is inherent that people are going to like, be like, Oh, like what's this? What's that? You know what I mean? Um, just because that's the like nature of when somebody has like, you know, permeated something to a large degree, then all of a sudden it's like, you're not really a real person. It's you're just, you know, that's the problem. Like Like, I want to retain that. Like I want to be, no, but it's like, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. But I I think, I think revolving around that stuff, which is also just why I removed my stuff and I have nothing wrong with, I mean, like I know Bradley, like he like loves that he has every single thing from the very beginning, which is like, which is amazing. Um, he did, there's this like one short he did when he was like in school, I think is like, it's no, that is awesome. Also though. Um, (laughs) it's called, it's like the super crazy one forgetting the name. Yeah. Yes. And he like, it's like, that's so good, man. It's so good. It's like the art of it is like, I, I, I watched it and like, I was not thinking about like, Oh, this is a cool art thing. Somebody did. Like, I just was immediately into it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of like the ultimate level. And I realized like, like so many things that I watch, I'm like, I'm just watching like, Oh, this like looks cool. Or like, but seldom does it fade away where I'm actually just taking in like the content. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyways, that's like a no, 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 slight, slight aside to the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what was the question? Taking the work down. Oh yeah. Um, what I've realized I think is like kind of a healthy way to frame it. And maybe this goes to the whole thing about the criticism thing and all that too, is that like, um, 
you doing the work, like you said, like, I mean, you don't have a, um, like all the lines are, are, are blended. Like you don't have like a job that, okay, I'm not, I don't like this job or, or whatever, or even I like this job, but then I go home. Like, it's all one thing. Like that's like the ultimate, you want to get to a place where like, I don't have to have the division. Like I like everything that I'm doing. So it's like all good. Right. Um, but you doing whatever your work is, I think for anybody, um, there's that under one column and under the other column is kind of like all the like business type stuff around it, I guess. Like you have to like call yourself a designer or not, or have a website or put stuff out, whatever. But really like your work is the byproduct of how you are like living your life. You know what I mean? So I think the idea of you just, you engage with that. Most of your time is spent one-on-one with you and your like art, whatever you want to like, you know, phrase it. That's your life. And the byproduct is what the work is. Not to come down on on what work is like it is super important, but I think that's maybe a healthier way to look at all this stuff. Maybe or at least that's what I'm on right now. Yeah, no, and I think that, <laughs> that makes sense. It, no, it totally does, and it and it is I think probably the healthiest way of looking at it because it is like a thing that you you know you 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 become it, but you just kind of live in that space and and are so the thing that the reason why I also brought up this Akimbo podcast, which is really. Mm. This, this episode especially especially because i i was just cooking dinner and i was listening to it while i was cooking and i thought it was really great it's just something that I, I deal with a lot it just and even like everybody i know like even so like i was listening like neil tyson was on joe rogan's podcast and like neil yeah. neil was talking about like how i don't know if you listen to that episode but oh, he, was, he was saying like how like haters on twitter and, like, <coughs> and, and joe's like dude you just gotta like not even listen to them he's like yes 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 that's dude yes post it and, and it's crazy it. yeah exactly yeah. because somebody at his level he's an ultra popular very controversial i can see that mm-hmm. um he's a sweet guy a very nice guy incredibly kind and i mean i got a chance to work with him he's awesome it's just yeah what was that like i want to ask you about that he's I awesome mean, in, in all reality you know like reality, he's, just, he's exactly like, as you expect him to be just awesome like a fucking glowing light of awesome and he's just yeah great spirit did, did, amazing did, did, guy did you I mean, like when you're meeting him, you know, cause I, I've like met like some people before where I'm like, oh shit, this is like my favorite director. Yeah. But, I, but I can't really like say like, holy shit, you're Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like yeah. you kind of have to be like cool a little bit. Maybe you don't have to be, but you know, it seems kind of uh, the part when you're doing something there. Right. I mean, but they, like what, yeah. what was in your head? Like to be totally honest. Right. So you get up in the morning. Like, where are you? Where are you like at a hotel? Like, was it on location somewhere? Like, um, not San Diego. Yeah. It was out in New York. So we went out. Um, Chris Ironman is my buddy who works for 3M and him and I directed that together. He's awesome. Give a shout out to Chris because he's amazing and he's super inclusive and bringing me along all these awesome journeys. But yeah, so like this had been like, oh man, it'd been in the works for a while because Neil is a very busy guy and schedules and getting him aligned and just like setting up and he couldn't travel. So we had to go out to New York to do it. And it was just like finding a soundstage that would work for us with the big green screen. I mean, dude, the the, the technicalities is just insane. Yeah. And, um, but no, I was in a hotel. I got there the night before I actually was able to bring Anthony on as a VisFX supervisor, oh, <laughs> which nice. is awesome. We nice. always try to find a way to work together in some co- kind of capacity. Um, yeah. always, I mean, I just did a big job with one of the biggest companies ever and I got him along with me again. So it's nice. like, it's never ending. Um, you work with your friends and you know, you just have yeah. that time, yeah, but yeah. no, it just, you know, the, when, when I saw him, he's just, yeah, of course. I'm just like, damn, and, you know, like super nice to meet you. Obviously a big fan. I love what you're doing. You know, like I'm excited yeah. to work with you today. I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's, do you have anticipation? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know the ash that like, so you wake, so you're in the hotel, 
you wake up, you know, you have a boner. You go to the washroom. You're like, oh shit, like my stomach hurts. Like, like what, like what's the day like? And then you walk in, you're like, oh shit, that's him. He's there. Oh man, he's, his like hair is, looks different than, you know what I mean? Like, do you have yeah. those? Do you yeah, have those? of course. I think so. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to re- recollect on them and I'm just taking, I'm just, I remember just being in, when you're in the, I mean, I don't know. It's like, there's so many people I don't like, there's, I'm not really big on the starstruck stuff. And like, I mean, you meet somebody. Okay. Like, okay you don't. Cool. Yeah. So I try to. Well, the thing is I try to hide that away because I feel like deep down they're just people, you know, like that's all that matters. I do have that too. I do have that too. You got to be realized. You got to be realistic about it. And at the same time, you don't want to be one of those people that just like looks at them as if they're this character that they play because that's not who they are. So I let them be human and then I kind of interact because I mean, at the end of the day, we all, you know, breathe oxygen, shit, piss and all that stuff. We don't do this at their core. We do the same thing, but there is a thing that happens in you're just in the, you're in the presence of greatness, you know? And that's, yeah. that's a, that's a really special thing. Like being in Do that you, presence, you know, it's like, you, you I, I, can't be, you can't help you be overwhelmed by yeah. the gracious like energy in which they admit there's definitely something with him. It was like, ah, oh, you're on, it's not even the starstruck thing is like, you are a significant human being. Like you're somebody I wish I was related to or I could spend a significant amount of time with because I would be a better person, you know? Yeah. Cause he would just, he would just look at you no matter who you were, the sound guy, the mic guy, whatever. And you would just grab your shoulder and be like, you know about the space and then the thing and the Mars and the water and all. And they just drop in science nuggets everywhere. Like constantly. Yeah. See, that's like what I'm interested in because like he was doing it all over the place. It's crazy. I I have, I have that thing too, where it's like, like I very much just like see people as people. So Mm -hmm. in those types of scenarios, like, um, it, like it's a starstruck thing, right? Like it's, 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 that's not really what's prevalent. What's prevalent is the person also the person like you're seeing them in, in like face to face. So they inherently look more like an actual person, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, just, I'm always so curious about like how people, you know, like not, not what you know, like I met Joe Rogan once and like just randomly like on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, like, and I never, like, I never go up to anybody. I never ask anybody for a picture, but like, he's I cool, saw him. Though. He's cool. Yeah. Totally. hundred percent. But I did it. And I was like, Oh, I hate this. I hate that I did this, yeah. but he, Oh my God. Like you How just see him like, I'm so like, you were just walking in, in Hollywood, LA. The best. No, this was, uh, this was actually also in Vancouver, but this is like years ago. Awesome. Um, he was just doing a show, but, uh, so I know he was like kind of like in show mode or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, oh, I know it's all, was he performing uh, that day or something? He was performing like that night, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but just one of those things where like when you see people like out in the world, when yeah, nobody's looking, like how do they act? Like when nobody's looking, what do they do? Yeah. You know? And it's just, and when you see these certain people who, you know, like you look up to like Joe Rogan, like, I don't know if there's a person who's like career or life I would like envy more than his. Like that's, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, it's just the ultimate thing. And like, just do shit that interests you. Yeah. And just, and you know, things are going to be good. He is a very um, good spokesman for like the way of doing things. I think, you know, like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love him or hate him. Like he's definitely doing what he loves and he's not hurting anybody for the most part from what I understand, you know, it's like, no. And it's that whole thing of like, yeah, it's, that's uh, like what you were saying about um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's like, it's that person is a significant, like Joe Rogan is a significant person. Yes. Like his contribution to humanity is like, is actually significant like yeah. just through his podcast. I'd equate him to like a very, uh, like a 
Plato without like all the confusing words, but like, you know, a, a person yeah. that's philosophizing on life and questioning everything and curious and sometimes off the beat, but at the same time, very much uniquely identifying in themselves. And I think his podcast has been one of the most significant things to affect. I mean, his podcast was a huge effect, uh, effect on me. That's why we're here talking, honestly. I would see the frustrations I was seeing in, in all my friends and colleagues in the, the industry. Yeah. And then I was, I also felt very alone because I was working freelance. I wanted to talk with my friends and colleagues. And there's, mm-hmm. and he, even Joe says it like he, you know, the podcast allows him to have these like totally important, special one-on-one conversations with people that he normally couldn't even have access to. So it's like this. Yeah. And so he, he really taught me a lot about that. And so his podcast really helped me. And so I, I mean, I owe a lot to his podcast and he's a, he's a great dude. We train, um, in the same system, Eddie Bravo, you know, yeah. Eddie Bravo's Joe's really close friend. Eddie yeah, Bravo's yeah. protege is Gio, who's my coach. So, our, Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's all connected. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like a chain, but yeah, I've, I've, I've only met him briefly through, um, at the end of one of his comedy sketches or one of his yeah. comedy events, I went and saw that and I was he was so nice. He was like, shook everybody's hand at the end. I was like, dude, got huge monster hands. I'm like, damn, oh, dude, monster hands. <laughs> I'm like, dude. But he's also like, yeah, you could tell he's just one of those guys who, um, yeah, another one of those human beings are just like, they have this energy about them. Um, you know, all things aside from like, you know, knowing them from all the things that you, you know, you admire from the podcast and all this, cause it's almost yeah. like you get to know the person, but you don't, you know, then they could, the reason why yeah. is because they don't know who you are. So you can't really have a real honest conversation or a real relationship until like it's a two way and they could understand who you are and whether you're worthy of their time or attention. You yeah. Know? So but it's yeah. like love making and masturbating. No, yes. It's like love making and masturbating combined with a little bit of yogurt. Yeah. And a Snickers bar. <laughs> I don't even know where that goes, but yeah, but no, it's, it's, um, that's cool. And that, that is something that's very unique. The more you work on movies and the more you interact with these people, the more you kind of, it kind of trips you out, you know? Like, yeah. And I wonder, like, have you ever had this where, um, where you have like met somebody, uh, or you've been in some scenario, like, you know, you've been in some like unique scenarios, obviously, um, where you kind of feel like, Oh, like this was like too normal. Like I owe it to my like young self to be like, holy shit. Like, like, and again, not to, I don't really know where I'm going with this specifically, but I just kind of feel like there's been times where I'm like, Ooh, like you got to remember to have like reverence for the day. Like, Mm -hmm. like everything is just a bunch of days. Like everything is just the present. You you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like one of those things, especially when you kind of, if you are a person that doesn't get crazy starstruck and people are just kind of people. But it is like pretty cool to be like sitting in front of the Hollywood sign after all yes. those years and that whole thing. And like just to have the proper of kind of reverence for that. You know what I mean? Even though it's just a moment. You don't want to be jaded, you know, like that. It's part of the, the, the fuel that ignites everything is that purity of complete excitement and energy, you know? Yeah. And what's the what's the most exciting that you have like ever been like excited on like in my career? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a big question. Uh, most excited. Like, what was it like when you, what was the first thing that you did where you're like, Oh, I'm going to see like my shit on like the big screen. Um, cause if, I mean, if you, if you, if, if, if you uh, wanted that, that Hollywood thing, there yeah, must have been yeah. some reverence to like, mm. Oh shit. Okay. This is going to be like on a movie screen. You know, I was very excited every day I worked at prologue and I was like so thankful every day. And I was just like, all I wanted to do was like 
have my piece of work or, you know, like just have a piece in there. So every day at prologue was, was quite important and special to me, even the hard day, hard days, which there was many of them. Yeah. I'd say, you know, it was funny cause like we, Ryan and I did a lot of work on the total recall movie and <laughs> we yeah. went out and saw it. I wouldn't take my wife to go see it in the theater. And, and then they didn't even have, like we weren't even in the credits. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah. yeah that's that, that was a nice kick in the sack. That happens. Yeah. yeah. That happens a lot too. So yeah. that was kind of funny. And that was kind of more or less like, um, the start of me realizing, um, just kind of how the industry works and like, it just kind of eat them up, chew them up, spit them out. Yeah. You, you can't really expect much of anything and you just got to work hard and do it for all the right reasons, which is like, because you love it. And that's the only reason <coughs> everything else but, is like, but did you, better. did you have like, uh, um, Cause I think this is the thing, or at least what I'm noticing is that like really to get to the point of that achievement, which like is an achievement to get there. Um, it's not the same as like, you know, when you're a kid looking at like, Oh, what that would be like. Cause you had to go through all the steps to get there. So you're not going to be like, Holy shit. I can't believe I have shit in a movie right now. Like, yeah. cause you took all the steps to get there. Yeah. But at the same time, it is kind of like, I guess I don't really know what I'm getting at. The, the I guess the point just being like, having that like reverence for the thing, like, 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 Oh no, this is actually like a crazy thing. Yeah, it definitely was crazy to be honest. Like when I was there with my wife too, and you know, I think it was a big thing for her too, because, um, I, you know, I just worked so much and I would be in the office so long. And then when we would go in the theater and I would be able to see her be proud of all the effort and work and then see it and then, you know, see that, there's a certain look, it's unspoken communication. So definitely those. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I think, I think going out and working uh, on Ender's Game with Asa and, and and just having such great times with friends of Ben Proctor and, and Gavin, who's the director, and he was just such a mm-hmm. sweetheart, such a kind guy. And so it's just like, and working with Asa, who was super sweet and super rad. And I was teaching him all the kinds of, like yeah. for me, like, you know, cause we, he, he didn't have, I'd basically choreograph UI. I don't know if that had been done before. So I was like choreographing how you would yeah. open things, expand and contract. And like, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting and being on these huge movie sets. So it's, it's definitely, it, it I can see how people let it get to their heads. You know, it's definitely yeah. special and it's very cool. Or even like when, uh, Mache and I went out to New Zealand, we were talking with Richard Taylor and, we, and yeah. Scarlett Johansson was there and it was like, you know, all these things. That's definitely cool. It's very unique and it has its own place. And you have to kind of remember to just get excited and get giddy inside, but then like also go like, okay, it's time to get to work, you know? And like, yeah, for me, yeah. it's always like in the back of my mind, it was always like, what got me here is the work. So don't forget to get back to it and to do your best, you know? So like, yes, I almost yeah. like I get, even more pressured and excited. So when I come back to work, I'm just like guns blazing super hard, like <coughs> flying, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a difficult battle to, to balance. I think, I don't know if it's a battle, but, but it's like, it's just one of those things, you know? And it's like, um, but I definitely appreciate it. It's very cool. And it's, I think it's, if, I think if, if, in, and if anything, it's like, you know, you, you, you set out to make a goal and you, you go out and do these things in life and, you owe it to yourself to fulfill them to the fullest, to the fullest extent. And then once you feel you're satisfied, it's time to move on to whatever else that next thing is, you know, and constantly, I think that's what your life is supposed to be. I don't know. I think about this a lot. I get a lot of thoughts about getting older and, and, um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of tripping me out more and more every day. I'm like, Oh man, I'm fucking 35 years old. Like, (laughs) this is crazy. 
Yeah. Like, I'm going to be 40 soon. And that's like, yeah. I always was that kid when I, everybody was old around me. Like, ah, oh, you're old. You're all old. You, you suck. <laughs> you're old. You suck. <laughs> like 35 year olds. I would say that, you know? And now I'm like, sure. oh, shit, I'm like that old guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, it's like, it's a frame of mind too, you know? But it's like definitely sneaking in. I'm like, oh man. But yeah. yeah, but it's good though. Like to talk about the Hollywood thing though, it's definitely a dream. And it's really, it's one of those romantic things that I, you know, I will, I'll never, it'll never leave me. It's really sad to see now. I feel more than ever. It's kind of like dithering away or it's dying away. At least that's my perspective. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, it's a, it's a sad thing, you know, it's like, but yeah. at the same time, something else is in its wake. And I, you know, which is like, you know, Netflix and Amazon, all these different streaming providers and stuff. And, you know, like when my wife and I went to go watch 2001 in the theater, IMAX, there was nobody there. You know, it's like, damn, sad. I was like stoked <laughs> wow. because I hate people in the theater. But oh, like, totally, totally. Yeah, but I was like, dude, it's kind of sad. Like, I wish this thing was filled with people. Yeah. You know, like experiencing this. But at the same time, you know, I, that's a very unique film. So it's like, and my wife was, she had never seen it fully before. Oh, really? So she was, yeah, yeah. and I told her, I was like, you know, beware. It's a very unique film. You know, it's very unique. Yeah. You know, there's going to be no talking in the first like 30 minutes, <laughs> which I love almost all yeah. the movies I love. They don't have to speaking in the beginning. Usually it's kind of funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know, but no, good on you, man. Manifesting is a, it's a very unique thing. It's a, it's a skill set that I think I, not a lot of people have. I'm hoping through whatever I can give to people is to like understand how to manifest because life is so epic when you can manifest things and make them happen. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. And like one thing that I want to say is that like, I mean, I think like, like I've talked to like a lot of people that, um, are, you know, like young and like designers or whatever. And I feel like it's like, I kind of have like something that I can offer them in that, like I've been doing this for like a short amount of time and kind of uh, like got there sort of, you know, like it's kind of different when you look at, um, like I'm a pragmatist, like to like a crazy degree, like when you look at certain people that have done something for a long time, like there is a level where it can be kind of like discouraging or kind of like, you know, like, oh shit, this is, you know, everybody who's, who's turned over doing a, a craft and becoming so good at it, like knows that it's like, no, you just do it and you do it every day and then come back and see me in 20 years. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's like the truth of pursuing something. But Assuming that's going to be covered in the makeup of whoever the person is, they will be or will not be the person to do that. And if they look to the right resources, people will, you know, will tell them that this is what it's like to like turn over a craft and, and figure something out. But there's also like a pragmatic side, which is that like, if I tried to do the thing that I did, but with like traditional art, like that's some things are, are, are actually harder than others. Like there is, there is a sliding scale of something. So like doing UI is like, there's like people like there's there's a job in doing UI dragging out like a, and again, I don't want to be reductive to like the only thing that I love doing as art, but just just to hopefully incite some level of um, my younger self hearing it is that um, it's like this doable thing. Like you can buy into it by just putting like time into it. And certain things just are also harder than other things like yeah. to be proficient at UI for movies it like is not nearly as big of a thing as like becoming Jamma or becoming Maché 
yeah. like at doing like they're just different things. One requires way less, honestly. And, yeah, and, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I do, and again, like I, it's the only thing I do. I don't want to be like reductive or like to, to no, 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 what no. the the craft of it is, but just the idea that like, Hey, like if you are, are, are like, just, you know, I've heard anybody else's story or you're like, Oh man, I wonder like if I could work on a movie, like, I, okay, I, I will tell you this. Like I couldn't get a job at like the mall before I went to school and then, you know, and then did this. I, I taught myself like doing graphics and stuff, right? Like legitimately just like learning from Andrew Kramer and putting things online and just continuously doing it. And like, of course I turned over the craft like in that time, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but, but the idea is just like, I mean, like, you know, like you like your podcast. Okay. I found that early on like, Oh, who is G monk? Or who is Gamunk? How, however, I would have like seen Gamunk, it from the outside, yeah. <laughs> not knowing anything. For sure. Um, but but uh, yeah, and then seeing these people that I've kind of told like, hey, like you could like totally do this, which is just like if you put out a bunch of stuff, and you know, obviously you're like dedicated and like you want to do it because just it would be cool. Like you can't think in this like famine way, and you can't think like, no. oh, everybody else is better than me, or there's nope. people that are like like literally like I mean, and I've I did it, and then I also have seen it in other people too, where it's like you go from zero and you're like, no, I like this, and I just want to do it. And I try, and it you're you won't be this crazy traditional artist in the same amount of time, but like you could actually be like this reliable source to work remotely and work on movies. It's like a hundred percent doable. So yeah. I just feel like I, I, I want to, as much as I can, like put that out there yeah. because the amount that the amount, yes, it, it is, is, is so possible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anyways, no, it's, um, it's beautiful. I love it. And I appreciate you giving that to the listeners because it's very true and you manifested it. And it's like, that's, isn't that ironic? Like, I mean, even for me too, it's like, I grew up dyslexic, learning disabilities, all these issues. I, right. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a nine to five guy. I couldn't sit at a desk. No, fuck that. Like yeah. I'm very weird. And I, I was always worried that I was going to have a very hard life. I, it is hard, <laughs> but yeah. it's so in its own way. And, but, but I mean, you when know. you've had, like you said, like what your childhood was, or like, I mean, when you know what it's like to like really have, you know, uh, some lacking parts of your life, like this is no, gotta be a joke, even no, if you no. are working the most and you know, whatever. Yes. No, it's, it's a very much a blessing, but it's a manifested blessing and you're completely oh. right. I think that's the key. And I think don't necessarily like just have, um, like a locked sight on like, Oh, I gotta be as good as like Steven Spielberg. No, no, that's not, that's not it at all. Like if you want to, like there's definitely, there's many ways like working in films, like seeing there's a lot of roles that play into films there's so many different <coughs> roles that i've seen people like you know even if it's down to like assisting the director which is a very big thing because they're helping yeah. the director stay you know mentally sane through the process i mean that is a job yeah. in and of itself might not necessarily be an ultimate creative job but there's a job there you know so and more than now than ever, I feel like it's becoming like, yeah, I guess it's like the, it's, who's like the big people. I don't pay attention to this world that much. There's Cantina and then it used to be Prologue and Prologue was like the one. And yeah. Then, so now it's Te like Cantina. Who else? Territory. Territory. Okay. Yeah. And who yeah. else? Is this two studios? That's kind of like lot. Monopoly, right? <laughs> but they're doing all the films. Yeah. So like almost everything is, is done yeah. through them. Yeah. There's a few others, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then there's people that just kind of like myself who do them um, randomly. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if we get called on by a director or something. Yes. Yeah. But it's also kind of different, I think, more than ever because 
those companies are now like pushing their agenda and pushing really hard on their own, you know, advertising and getting their name out and all that kind of stuff. And then they're in those circles. So like when Ridley Scott needs UI for whatever, he, they won't go, let's hit up this one guy because he's just a guy, <laughs> you know, like yeah. let's talk to this company because they've been doing this thing, you know, like that was one thing I noticed too. It kind of shifted and changed, which is like, ah, oh, you know, it's kind of a bummer. It went from almost like, I don't know if the equation's right. They'll probably be pissed at me, but it went from like a mom and pop shop to Walmart, you know? So, yeah. right. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the, the upside is that in either one of those iterations, it still just comes down to like the people doing the work. Yeah. Absolutely. And the reality is that like most people are freelance people, like the people, like, yeah. like they all have like amazing core staff people, like, you know, like the best a hundred percent, but like this overall business, I think works in the sense where you can call on some other people as well, you know, and then kind of scale up and scale down. Yeah. There's just, there's, there's, it's there's a future like, though. It's less overhead. It's a business, it's a, a strategic yeah. business model. Yeah. A hundred percent. All I know is this, is that like, if you, and this is like specific, but if you are like interested in doing UI, the idea that somebody um, who just really has like, you know, a little bit of like an aesthetic taste and that is like willing to kind of like pump stuff out there. And again, not to be reductive to the <laughs> craft. I really like respect it. Like it's, it's so hard and like it's doing good though. this. You're whole, being real about it though. The, it's like, yeah, I, I am just I don't being think you're stepping uh, on toes. It, uh, it is uh, what it is. Just to be like a pragmatist of the, the, to, to essentially open the door. So people like, if I knew how, um, uh, how this all worked like before, like when I was on the outside of it, like I would have been so much more empowered to like, if I actually thought it could happen, like if I really thought that hmm. then, I mean, that's just like a total game changer, but now being a little more in it and kind of, you know, popping around and doing different things and some stuff, you know, directly with directors, other stuff with those aforementioned companies, um, like seeing the, the inside of this whole thing is like, there, there isn't so many people that are super reliable, super good, like all these different things. And sometimes a certain type of art that like, doesn't require a very, very uh, high, high, high skill set. Like you don't have to be you to be able to have nice work. That is UI stuff that ends up in a film. So yeah. if you're young and like you're young in, in doing this stuff, like it is literally so, 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 so possible. And like, this is one thing that I noticed, like, um, when I was starting to get into it a little bit, like I would work with certain people and like people that like you've worked with and stuff like that. And as time would go on, I would realize like more and more how good you actually are. Like at the beginning, I, I, of course, like I looked at your stuff and I was like, oh, this is like amazing you know, and as, as everybody else says, but then when I got into like the actuality of doing it, I'm like, Oh shit, this guy is literally so reliable. It probably doesn't matter if he's like sad or if it's, you know, whatever's happening, the thing will be this delivered thing that can be trusted. And that is like, not something that that's not out there a lot. You know mm, what I mean? Thank you. So, yeah. so if you can, if, if a person can have that gotta be. and of course, of course have good work, but but that other thing, like, like the amount that goes into being that, um, there's a bunch of people out there that do have that. They, they, they fully have that. And they're also an artist 
And then like, that's great. And a bunch of people only have one side or the other, you know? Yeah, no, it's, I appreciate that. It's true. You gotta, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a, there, we, it's like, I almost like, I always look at like, um, like a Babe Ruth or something like when Babe Ruth goes up to the bat and the crowd's going crazy, he might be having the worst day. He might be feeling like shit, but he has to do his best to try and hit a home run every time. And yeah. you know why? Because he's Babe Ruth and he's professional. You have to, you know, you have to, I, I like, I like to equate those things. I would, I mean, I don't know if it's how you work too, but like when I go, when I'm in that shit and I'm like, oh, like I don't want to, but you know, you have to deliver the gold. It's like, I think of people like that and go like, I know he must've had a shit day and he came through and he's still a legend. Like I remember yeah. to dig in there and pull that out every time. It's difficult. Yeah. It's not easy oh, to for constantly sure. I, push. And, and that, that, that is the last, um, piece of, I think like kind of getting to be a professional, like, like I can now do that only just now, like only in the last six months. Yeah. Like if Good I'm, if I'm sad, if I have diarrhea, if I, <laughs> sad, you know, sad Rhea, sad Rhea, doesn't matter what it is. Um, mm-hmm. I can just like proficiently do what is needed. Yeah. And, and the, the proficiency in, in quotes might be like to kind of try to like do something unique or like, Oh, there's like some short amount of time to kind of make this concept for that will be in a movie. And it's like, it's like, you know, you might think like, Oh, it's like, shit, I don't want to have only like a few days to make a thing that's going to be like in this <laughs> movie and my name will be tied to it or like more likely it will just not be in the credits. Cause like, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but, but being able to like, just like do it, you know, despite yeah. any of those things. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do think that is a thing where, where as an artist, like when you get better then then that comes along with it. But it is also a, a thing that has nothing to do with art, which is that some people are like totally spacey and some people are just like good business people. So if you're somebody who, you know what I mean? Who, a like, a choice, who, who is on top of it and, uh, and also is good. It's like, you're going to be good. There's this guy, uh, Ryan Anthony Ward, who is like super young. He's like, really like, he's good. He's like, has this good aesthetic and good, whatever. But he's also like, after you talk to him, you feel good. Like that is what matters. He's like reliable. He's, you know, all those things and that you would think, okay, many people can be that. But like many people can't be that, you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. And that thing, there's a space for those people in in this, you know what I mean? And I think that's why, like, I was kind of able to kind of slot into it, you know, but I never knew that being on the outside. I never, I just all thought it was like a bunch of people who are all like 25 years in who are, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah. From the outside, it's hard to tell. Yeah. But yeah, but a lot of it, it does come down to just putting in the work showing up and delivering, you know, that's like, yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like you have to like love the craft and literally be like, oh, I yeah. will just do this regardless. For I tell like people all the time, you don't love it, don't do it. It's like, it's no. as simple as it, that. Like, it, it is. Yeah. It is also the other metric, which is just like, this is assuming of course, with no pay, you would sit there and sit up till five in the morning and just try to manifest this thing happening. Yeah. It's, it's all on top of that, but yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, it's all, it's all really connected to like, it's connected to, um, and most of it's just, you know, you got to be a pro, you know, if you're not pro, then it's like, what's the point? You know, you got to, you, you have to, you have to show up, get the work done and, and, and work as, as you just have to do it. You know, I learned a lot of that, honestly, from, uh, 
working at Prologue, you know, working with those guys, right. you know, yeah. like the rain, storm, snow, whatever. We don't get any of that stuff in LA, but when I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, like whatever, um, you know, Ilya would pump, pump out the gold. Danny would pump out the gold. It was just, yeah. I realized, Oh, it's like, no matter what you got to show up. And, and, and it's really scary when you first get to it because as a, as a newcomer to this stuff, you're like, man, like what's going to happen when I don't have a good idea. And all, you know, all these like, yeah, cause you, those are like abstract things. You don't have the scaffolding to build on and go like, Oh, like this is how you just kind of fade away from that stuff. I would always yes. have that fear of like artistic block and stuff, man. I, that's the funniest stuff ever. I think about yeah. now, like it's comedy. I wish, yeah. I wish I could just tell myself back when I was, that would control me. How like stupid that is to think about that. There's, yeah. it's so, it's so easy to, you know, get locked in that mind state or try to get, to get lost in that stuff. But for the most part, you can really manifest whatever reality you want if you're willing to go there and you can produce that work. But a lot of it, like you're talking about, you have to be professional if you're on time, you deliver and you're good. You like, I've never had to look for a job in all these years, knock on wood, thankfully. And my yeah. clientele just gets better and I charge more every day. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and, it's just like and, and that's kind of how it should work. And then as you grow older and the more you do it, the more you understand how to work smarter and work with the right yes. people and rather than harder, you know? So yeah, and just like, you know, it's like, in the, especially in the beginning, you just think that I'll just throw a ton of hours at it. And you most, for the most part, yeah, it works like that, you know? So, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's a multi-balance thing. And no matter what we say and how we kind of encourage you or whatever, it's like, you're going to find it in, in your own way. But if you're not, if you, there's a couple of things that you must know before you do it is you have to, A, you have to love it for the craft of itself. You don't want to be doing it for likes and none of that stuff is going to last. Yeah. Cause that's going to yeah. fall through and you're not, you're just, you're just going to fall away. hundred uh, percent. And you have to also be a professional and being professional means being on time, showing up and delivering every fucking time. This that part like, of it is like a huge, huge, huge part. Everybody can make an image, especially now, like even compared to like five years ago, like five years ago with like 3d and stuff, it's like, Ooh, if you figured out how to be able to make something look photo real or whatever, now it's like, literally anybody can like make an image, which is still like a feat to be able to event to get there where you can make, you know, I can make an image, yeah. you know, yeah. but, uh, that's not like where the thing is. The thing is in like, if you can, I'm not even there yet at all, but it's like just thinking of like story first, like yeah. that thinking of this, like thing you're trying to convey that is not, not about what the visuals are, um, which is like what I would like to be able to, to get to do, um, uh, over time. But like, that it's that and it's just the being professional like like there there is not like a, a famine at all like there is I mean this has come up in every scenario that I've ever been in where it's like oh shit who do we know okay maybe this guy and it always comes down to like I don't know he's not really like he's not really doing it you know and that's yeah. literally just the idea of like do you have like uh, your invoices and do you have like, just, it's like a couple hundred bucks to get like a company that way you can be on the books. And there's like, you know, whatever, just different stuff. Like just be a pro about that. But that's not something that requires like art skill that requires you being like, Hey, I'm like, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm here and ready to like do, you know, whatever this is. And like, I will proficiently show up, you know, like to be trustworthy in that way. Like, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very valuable. That's good that you brought it up because it's something I think um, gets forgotten a lot too. It's just part about being professional, you know, it's really is. And it's like, I listen to Bill Burr sometimes and he goes off about rants <laughs> about people that aren't professionals that like want to be, yeah. like want to be re respected as professionals. He's like, no, like 
shut up. You got to show up and get your work done. You know, he's, he's yes. very much straight, you know, like cut, cut. And dry, yeah. He, he is the best example. Like literally just listen to him. That's like the, that's the secret. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to like show up and then do it <laughs> and then just like be on point. But there's yeah. so many people that are, that are not, yeah. that's why it's a thing that that's, that's what I didn't, that's what I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that it was kind of like, uh, it's like kind of pulling teeth a little bit to get people to do things sometimes. Like there isn't a bunch of people that are super, super dedicated, regardless of skill or regardless of how advanced they are, just super dedicated and just like, you know, like a legit like per, like person has their stuff their stuff together you know what i mean yeah I, I i i guess like i don't know like i went straight to prologue i worked with what i felt was some of the best in the world and then after that i left and went in my own bubble so i i don't spend a lot of time in studios i don't really and i think the reason why i don't like spending time in studios because i don't want to see that because it bums me out like if people aren't taking it seriously i'm like heck you know like i know <laughs> i think it's like a part of that you know and i'm not saying that people don't i just I'm quite yeah. an intense guy. So like, and that's another yeah. reason why I, I just like, you know, I think somebody said like, I don't work well with others in like a joking way. I do. It's just <laughs> like, I, I'm like a, on my own thing, you know, like I just want to beast hard and focus on yeah. it. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't know, but at the same time, um, I just, it's just a part of it. I think so much of what you are and who you are is, is about who you surround yourself with, you know? And, yeah. And I, I love, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you. I would imagine it is. It's like surrounding yourself with people that are much better than you is like the best way to get better. You know, it's like oh. almost like you don't know a language, then you throw yourself in that country. And yes, a hundred percent. I've been by far the worst person in any room or, you know, virtually in any room, uh, like literally up until like now, like I have literally been the worst person, <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately. But at the same time, like I'm, like standing on the guardians of the galaxy ship. There you go. You know, like yeah. it's, it, that, it doesn't matter if you, you can be the worst a hundred percent, just, you know, it's just being proficient enough and just being like, if you, if, if honestly, anybody listening to this, like if you just kick around long enough and just put like things out there and just kind of target this specific thing, like, and I could literally tell that to like literally all of your listeners and just, you know, there will only be a few people that do it. So it works out. The system works. It's not, you know, it's not like it's not um, uh, taking away from it at all. If literally every person knows, because there will still will only be two people that do it. But of those two people, like, OK, I will talk to you in like a year and a half and you will be working on movies and stuff. You know, yep. I'm, just, I'm really into this thing of just the the pragmatism to it. And it doesn't exist in all industries and doesn't no, exist doesn't. in all scenarios. And it might not exist in this industry anymore. But like it's, it is there now for those reasons that I said. And like, I have like seen it be proven, you know what I mean? And I think I just, I'm <clears throat> going back to the same thing over and over again, no, it's but it's just, though. I just, I really want, this is like what I would want to hear. Like, sure. I would, I would want to hear this. I would want to hear that. Like, no, you want it's to not tell your past that, person that it's possible. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and give the pragmatic reasons like why, which yeah. is that, you know, whatever, whatever I said that I can't remember now. Sure. Hopefully. Sure. No, but it's true. I mean, it's, it's like your, their branches here, you know, <laughs> too. And I'm making yeah. a UI class. There you go. People you can have, exactly. it you can learn from me and I'll teach you how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> Verbatim. Now and yeah. it's all process too, but it's like, it's a hundred percent true. And if you want to work, like that was one thing that always kind of scared me too growing up is like, I could draw, but I couldn't draw as good as like the people that I admired, like Frank Rosetta. These people are like, you know, I would, right. I was I was, I have a problem where I would try to relate myself to the best 
always. And like, yeah, I suck. Right. I'm the worst. Right. And so I would always feel horrible. I wanted to be a comic book artist as a kid. And I didn't fulfill that dream because the comic book industry actually crumbled before right. my eyes as I was growing up. So I was like, oh, right. well, that's not even a viable option because yeah. I didn't want to just be slave to desk making pennies and I wanted to have family and like things that I like, which is cars and stupid shit like that. Yeah. But then I realized I really like design and it was easy for me to do. I don't know if it's easy for people, but it was for me, it was design was always easy. And right. like, is this, and I kind of, in a way it was easier to understand typeface rather than the anatomy of a man, male's, I don't know, like our foreshortening, for example, like that's a very yes. complicated thing to understand. And I would practice, say, you know? and again, like not to degrade what it is to be like the best in any field, but like if two people sit down side by side or one person sits down and does both of those tasks, one is just a longer road. Like things are not um, equal, you know, yeah. like break down looking at some traditional artist that is doing like, you know, mannequins or whatever or look at like a UI thing where it's like, okay, I, I can do this. It, it is, I see lines and text and dots. Like you can do that. It's like same kind of relation with music a little bit where it's like, okay, some instruments like guitar, there's some dexterity needed to even just make the sound. And then there's all the stuff, other stuff on top of it, of, of you know, the knowledge of it or whatever. But there's other instruments like the piano where it's like anybody can walk up to a piano and hit a key and it's the cleanest that note like it is the cleanest that True. sound but guitar is going to take like a few months to to try to get just the note to sound clean yeah so you know the things are not equal right so so for something like that like like ui or design like um that totally makes sense to me that's like fully in line with with what i think one is is a uh it's a longer endeavor to get to this to um a, a similar place potentially you know what i mean and yeah. again not not the deep going deeply artistic and truly being a craftsman of something like I then have to see everything as equal a hundred percent, but you just trying to be pragmatic about the mechanics of certain things. Like things are not equal in the world. Like there might be something that kind of hits more for somebody because, um, you know, maybe they do have like a little bit of background in, in, um, some kind of, uh, design, or maybe they, uh, already know how to draw a little bit. So like you said, like, you know, drawing helped you out a little bit, like just whatever your particulars are, you can kind of, you know, mash them together and see if there's like a set of mechanics that kind of works where like, Oh, maybe like in a year and a half I could be here. Like this is doable. Right. But yeah. if you look and you're like, okay, I want to be able to be in the NBA, then, you know, like there's certain things that just have mechanical restrictions. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it's important to be realistic about it, but it's, it's also like, yes, again, 100%. it's so difficult to like plan, you know, like I always am so worried to give out advice because I'm like, man, like everybody's so unique. Like you said, it's like per yeah. case and per scenario. And like, but at the same time, it's like, it's not good to like put yourself down and like in, in a capacity of putting yourself in a box. Like if I wanted to be, like I'm 35 years old. And like if I were like, I'm going to play in the NBA, you know, that's a, it's <laughs> pretty gnarly of me to, to, to think about something like that. Do I think yeah. I could do it? I think I could probably get pretty close if I really wanted to. Um, do I want to? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I, the, the main reason is because I don't love it. I don't like, I would have yeah. to love it so much that I would do it incessantly to, to, to muscle failure, to body failure. That's, and I yeah. do art to that level. I do art and like I'm uh, today, even I was like going through redshift tutorials. I'm sitting here in my chair and I'm like, 
falling asleep. I'm like laying down on the floor, like listening to yep. them. <laughs> like, yep. Because yep. I'm like, I'm tired, but I'm not going to go lay down. I'm not going to go to sleep. Yep. I have to keep going, you know? So totally. I think you have to, you have to have it. You have to want it like that in order to be great at it, you know? And, but I think to your yep. point too, is like, you don't necessarily <coughs> have to go so gnarly to get to the, to the pearly gates of the Hollywood gate system, you know, like there's definitely, no, for sure. And, and the thing is like, for like, too. yes. And I think, um, like not to conflate the two things, but like the other metric of this is that I did do that also. Like I also went so insanely hard, but yeah. it's just a thing where it's like, um, uh, j- just to, I think like being intelligent enough to, essentially look to to see what the system is like mechanically what is the system out there so if you look and you think like no i will be seven feet tall like and i'll be able to dunk it like like that's like delusional yeah but something where you remove yourself from it and you're like objectively what how long until i can fully draw a person in any pose and i can or whatever the thing would be um versus that i can drag out and again, I don't want to be reductive to it, but it, <laughs> it's okay. It seems it's fine. It seems, but it just, it's a, it's, it's just the, the reality of certain True. things, Cert, certain things are like any person, there is no dexterity needed, uh, no, no like craftsman hand needed in the visceral nature of it to open up illustrator and drag a box and a line out. There's a whole bunch of other stuff in it, I know, but yes. but that specifically. How dare you, sir? There, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that specifically, there isn't. So that's amazing. That means yeah. that somebody you can literally like, you know, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. being able to look at certain things like that and be like, okay, this uh, mechanically, this is achievable. Aside from me or my, that's why I'm okay with giving out that specific piece of information because sure. it's it's supposed to be that we all look at something and we're like, okay, so. This, that, those parts are truths is just mechanically you quicker, you can drag out a box than you can have a craftsman hand at, at illustrating. Yeah. No, it's, I, you know, no, I, it's totally hard to like say de- definitive statements, but I, that is true. Isn't, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think when it really starts to change is when you start to animate, that's when the thing, that's like when, when things really start to shift and then you're like, okay, right. this is quite challenging because now you have to understand like cadence and rhythm and, and, you know, and then all the stupid shit that I hate so much is just like, why isn't this rendering right? Or why is there oh, totally. that stupid thing right there? <laughs> and and you, honestly, all those things exist in the design thing too. But yes. it is just the idea. There's of, so much subtler though. Like, there's, oh, uh, oh totally, totally. You could do yeah. all this thing of dragging a box out, copying somebody else's thing exactly, and it will look stupid compared to somebody who's good. Of yeah, course that exists. True. Yeah. But, but it's just the idea of like, this isn't the, I have to grow two feet to be able to do it. Yeah. It's I, I, right now I can... I can, I can open up the program on my computer and do it. You know what I mean? Sure. So sure. hopefully there's well, it's something a learned effort that. too, though. It's a learned effort and it takes time, but yeah, it's true. Of course. It's just, it's, it's, it's different levels, I guess, you know, not one's better than the other. They're just different levels and completely different kind of capacity. It's not like you're, it's like you're saying like ramen's better than spaghetti. It's like, no, they're both great. They're just different, you know? So, it's well, like, and I'll even take it one step farther, which is just generally when people think of those two things, one is kind of unanimously sort of better than the other, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if that's true, that's kind of all that I'm talking about. Sure. Sure. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so in that there, I feel is something maybe if you combine that with 
some naivete and some like, oh, shit. OK, this is cool. Oh, maybe I could like do this. Maybe if I did this, then I could do this. You know, and there will always be something like Morgan Freeman said something once where because, you know, he spent his whole life doing this artistic pursuit and not till he was older, actually kind of, you know, shit started happening for sure. And he said, but but the whole time there was just just enough of something ahead of me that kind of pulled me along. So he yeah. wasn't like like suffering deeply those times. It was like, ooh, just enough. And the way that, that humans work, I, I think, is that you don't want to have any crazy spikes. You don't want to have this crazy spike where you win the lottery when you're 20 and you don't want to be like just, you know, in hell your whole life until you're 80 and then all of a sudden things start working out. What you want is like incremental successes that are in the realm of like something achievable and you do it and then you get the feedback for it and then and you're always kind of on this upward thing, not not any big swings. So this is kind of like a little bit of a hopefully maybe like a starting for for some people or maybe um, an eye opening thing or even if it's for one person, you know, hopefully there's something in here. I, I, I totally agree. And I think that's a great way to look at it because that's really what you want. You really want to have those moments. You don't want these massive peaks and valleys. That's just, that's what yeah. actually what's going to destroy you in your career. What you yeah. want is you, you want like those moments of like slow incremental growth, humbling moments, and you're just constantly like growing as you go. And I think those are really, those are, those are the tricks. I think those are the key things. At least for me, that's what I, that's what I hope for and want. Is I'm sure with, with jujitsu, you have, you probably have that a lot, <sighs> right? Like, man, jujitsu is so hard, dude. It's so hard, yeah. especially like who I train with They're They're right. so good. I think that, again, I think a really good example is like I, when I wanted to go and do design, I was so blessed because I worked really hard to get my portfolio to a place where Kyle Cooper and Kim would, would, would recognize it and they hired yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And then I got a chance. I think in my personal opinion, they are and were the best studio at that time at what they did. There For was sure. no place else on the planet that had that culmination of people that were pushing that hard yeah. in that own little thing. Right. It was a very niche thing. There were other studios, of course, that were doing amazing works. I think Psyop was right across the street. We're doing really great commercials and stuff. But I was more right. connected with Kyle, the dark work and all that kind of stuff. I was more yeah, interested yeah. in that kind of stuff. And so like being around those people in that environment, so my, my jujitsu is actually, now I think about it, it's actually very similar because right. it's so intense. And these guys that I train with are so like, that's what they do. They, they don't have, they don't go home and have family to provide for all these things necessarily. I don't think they do. No, Geo right. doesn't, but like they have things, but they're, they like, you know, they'll go, um, I guess it's legal, so it's fine, but they, they you know, they smoke and then they go, <laughs> uh, you know, play video games and stuff. That's, I, yeah. But at the same time, they get up and they work hard and they they dedicate, they watch videos, they watch, you know, they're dedicated to jujitsu. So when I go in twice or three times a week, I'm getting like hammered on by these guys. Yeah. They're like, they're just, so it's, it, I love that because it's so different from what we do now and here in the computer where we're like chatting with people on Twitter and like people are being assholes and you're like, Pfft. and then you go to yeah. jujitsu and you're like, man, if only I could interact with those people like this, you know, like, right, yeah. <laughs> it'd be great to just choke them. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but no, it's like, I think it's another thing. It's like you, you put yourself into those adverse situations, be the shittiest person in the room and get, yeah. get owned on and you get those slow incremental growths, you know, like, yeah, I've been doing jujitsu for now for like five and a half years now I'm purple belt now, which means a lot to me becoming from geo. Cause you know, you, who you get belted by is kind of like, it's very important because yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that person saying like, Hey, you are at this level yep. and, and purple and then there's brown and there's black. So I'm 
I'm almost to the level of where I actually know jujitsu, but I feel like every day I go in there, I fucking suck. <laughs> I'm like, right. man, I have so much to learn and I just get schooled on. And th- then I go and train against guys on my same level and I do very well. And then I train right. against guys that are below me and I'm just like, I run right through them. So it's like, I think it's, it's just an inter- incremental thing. It's the Morgan Freeman thing, I think. And having those little growth spurts and those little moments of, of like, ah, that trick worked or that move helped or, yeah, you know, like yeah. with design, it's like, oh, like for the longest time, there would be like stupid things with Illustrator that I didn't know, like how to put type on like a, on a, like on a line of like, you know, you draw out a line, like, um, I guess you'd call it like a, a spline, I guess. Yeah. In 3D terms. <laughs> But then I'm like putting type on a spline, you know, and then I was like, man, I had to YouTube it. And I felt like such a douche because like some kid in like UK was like, you know, and then you do this. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm learning from like a little kid. But yeah. I have to be humbled by the fact that you don't know it all. And there's yep. so much more to learn. And I'm like learning super basic stuff in Illustrator. Yes. Which I yep. should know, but I don't because I just like I just went in there and just like hammered through whatever I wanted and learn. And I just left. Yep. <laughs> Are you like that yep. with programs? You just get in there. Do you learn? Do you like to know all the, the, all the buttons and all that stuff? Um, I feel like I, yeah, I, tr- I don't know. It, it depends. I mean, I definitely, I think the best way to learn anything is you, you know, um, you know, you do the thing where you kind of get familiar with it. So you find somebody online that will kind of show you like a once over, okay, you kind of get to lay the land a little bit and you kind of play around a little bit and then you find stuff that you want to create. Like, you know, you find examples like this was created in illustrator. Okay. So then you go to do it and you're like, Oh shit. Like how do I like mask something out with like a transparency? And then you just Google it and then you figure it out or whatever. But, um, (laughs) but no, I mean like, I, Oh, I know it's amazing. That's another thing too. Like even like I I was, I was saying to um, Andrew, like excuses anymore. Oh no, for sure. And like the thing Andrew like, Harlick? yeah, okay. my boyfriend, That's a lot of Andrew. Um, yeah. Your boy, boy, your boy. Toy. Yeah. Um, is that like learn squared? Like, like the, uh, the, the, the ability to see somebody who has like legitimately working and, and is like, is not just a person who would make a tutorial because they like have time to make the tutorial, like somebody who's actually good seeing them like use the programs to create something that is of the highest level. Like even if the thing is kind of scaled down because it's tutorial or whatever the thing is, is like so valuable. Like, like it literally is how you can just jump like leaps and bounds. Yes. Like one of the, there's one of the ones that, that, that Mache did on there where it's like, I can't remember which one of this, it's one of the ones where it's just the whole thing is like, all foundations of art in every way. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is a master, man. He's like legitimately put, I'll just put it on. Like it's on repeat all the time. Cause he goes over every single bit of like everything. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is like the best person that's showing you like the how master. to think and also showing you that. Yeah. It's like amazing. But anyways, but going back to the whole thing of, of like how I take apart stuff is like, Renaissance, like baby. I, I will try to do like whatever I can to, um, learned through creating stuff yeah. and just, you, you have to just like soak yourself in with everything, like just watch stuff online and try stuff and just yeah. everything. But a hundred percent, like the first, um, the first successful movie that I worked on, I a hundred percent was Googling how to do the most basic shit in illustrator <laughs> and failing good. so hard, so hard, man, like yeah, literally good. just the worst. And I'm like, great, man, cool. You're in Hollywood. You get to make this thing just like by yourself and you're fucking Googling how to like, like what I can't remember what it was. So everybody's faking it, it to it, make it, man. It, it what? Yes. Yeah. And that's the point is that that could be true. 
and it did work out. And like, I like how it looks and it's in the movie and that, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just, I, I feel like nobody, there's kind of a syndrome that happens a bit where it's like when somebody has kind of went down a road of, of getting there, they also don't want to say that like, uh, I was Googling how to do some very basic shit well, when I was literally working on a huge movie. Yeah. You know what course. I mean? It's but a this, like, imposter syndrome and all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It, and this is yeah. the reality is like, we are imposters. Like somebody else should be doing that job who knows what they're doing, but that's not the makeup of how the world works. The no. world works in this other way where all these different mechanics come together to allow somebody. Now, this is the difference is that in that scenario, I was able to get the information and make it happen. Yeah, Did exactly. I have to look at it in secret and make sure that nobody saw that I was looking <laughs> up some stupid thing from a 12-year-old? 100%. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, well, uh, I mean, hopefully I'm not alone in, in no, that, you're not. that moment I, happening. Absolutely not. Because there's no way that there's people out there that are doing this, like, willy-nilly know all the answers. Some of them know it better than others. For like, sure. Like, let's say, like, I think I always use, like, Vitaly. Vitaly, Anthony Burns, and like Raul Marx, like those are the guys. I'm like, Ugh. and Mache too. Like, I mean, there's a lot more, obviously, but these are these guys are just like I'm, I keep pushing Mache to do videos and movies and like interactive stuff because that then I'm really gonna see yeah. him go fucking bonkers, bonker yeah. lands. But he he loves his 2D too much, and he's also incredibly good at it. Yeah, so I don't yeah. blame him. But I, I mean, Mache and I talk <sighs> every day, so but I'm always razzing him about it. But I think. So, I mean, no, I know for a fact, all of these guys, like they all learn from somebody from something and they're willing to go like, okay, well I'm learning to, I have to go learn this thing and I got to learn it from somebody that I shouldn't be learning it from. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. It's the information. I think you just anyway. have to be humbled by the fact that it's like, it doesn't matter. Like you just, there's like, yeah, the other day I was doing like a title thing for the Japan film and I was like, man, how did I do that one thing? And I ended up like sitting there googling and youtubing for like three hours on very simple stuff like yep. and sometimes i'll know something from like five years ago but then i'll totally forget where the button is or like the program changed and i'm like totally. oh what the <laughs> yeah so it's like as you're constantly relearning especially if you're doing like a lot of multiple things like even anthony when i were talking because he was showing you redshift and he's like oh fuck i forgot where that button is or that one thing because i yeah. you know because he was busy filming and directing and, and all that stuff for four months or something. So his brain yeah. had to completely disconnect. But yeah. I think the thing is what we're getting at and what I totally agree is like, it's ever changing and you're always growing and you should be humbled by the fact that like, you're never going to know it all and that you should be learning every day on something new because that's the beauty of it. And there's like, it's just never ending. It really is. Yeah. And, and like celebrate that thing, like being yeah, a person yeah. who is resourceful enough to like, find stuff and turn over stuff and, you know, look at something that could be super simple or like, you know, there's no, um, uh, the humility of the whole thing. Like it just, it doesn't matter. Like what matters is, is, is you getting to turn over this stuff? Like, like ultimately nobody, truly nobody is going to think, Oh my God, I can't believe Ash just said that he was like searching to figure out the title thing. Cause he's this heavy hitting guy. Like they will look at that as like, Oh shit. Like that's like a comforting thing. I would you know hope I mean? so. Yeah, I would hope so. A hundred percent. Of course, because the work is like will speak for itself. And however you got there, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't like if it's, a, yeah. if it's a genuine like endeavor that you're doing. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's good to know that like like picture this picture uh, wh whoever the most like prestigious, like attractive female person that, you know, is and like she definitely is is like taking the worst dump one day 
<laughs> like you got to associate these different yes, worlds. Of yes, yes, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> I Keep hear, going. I hear <laughs> what did slow, she slow eat? Slow down. Chipo- too much Chipotle? Yeah. She hanging out with but, Andrew too much? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like like uh, the analogy. idea of just, you know, like girls definitely poop. Okay. <laughs> so do boys too, yes. A hundred percent. But, you know, we we're, we understand boys poop, right? We can picture it. But you got to picture like the the girl, like, you know, whoever. Whoever the girl is in your life. Let me paint you a Jennifer picture. Jennifer Connelly right is just tr- picture, taking a picture, Chipotle yes. dump. Picture it. That actually happens. Yes. Right? But so you, it's just this this behind the scenes thing. I don't yeah. know. This analogy is not really an analogy, but I don't really know where it's I'm going. probably the it. most poetic analogy ever presented on the podcast. That's honestly what I was hoping it would be. And I think <laughs> I felt it. Everybody's feeling it in the airways. They're like, this is yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, it's. I think a lot of it is just because and the way that we're, we perceive things is that we... Um, identify things and I, I make things iconic and we think of things as being this one thing. I think that's why it's like, it's really important. Like people say, don't meet your heroes. I firmly believe in that. Yeah. You should meet your heroes if you're willing to understand that they're human, but you shouldn't meet them if you think that they're not because you're going to yeah. be totally disappointed and upset. Yeah. I've, because, I've been, I've been like let down finger quotes to, every single person who was that person that I met. Yes. And, that, yeah. and, and I think I have that's, a healthy, that's all your fault view. too, by the way, a hundred, a hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I look at, at all this stuff as like, like I was not expecting anybody just by virtue of being a person that that's why it's so cool to figure this out. Right. Because maybe if you get, if you're lucky enough to meet one person like that and you see they're just a person, then you're like, Oh shit, I'm just a person too. Yes. So like I could do this thing or I could whatever. Um, and nothing is going to be like, uh, as mythological as like you see this one person in a film. Like it's, that's like a propaganda thing to get you to, to, you know, play on all your senses so that you feel this larger than life thing, but it's not larger than life. It's people that went to craft services and then Mm -hmm. took the aforementioned dumps and then whatever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. The dump analogies. It's just, it's like a never ending good one. No, it's true. I I think there's never been a better time ever in humanity to uh, manifest. So, and to really take things because it's like, dude, the internet, especially with what we do. I mean, it's like, you look at comedians. I mean, comedians are thriving based on the internet. You see like, yes, yeah. you see, you see with Joe, Joe Rogan's circle. And now they're all doing Netflix circle. And that's like, they have their yep. podcast. Like I started listening to, a, um, oh man, so Segura and his wife, Christina Przyski and like their yeah, podcast. Yeah. It's hilarious. I got recently too. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. funny. Like, and I love yep. their dynamic. It's, it's, it's really like, honestly, it's like shockingly similar to the way my wife and I work. (laughs) I think like when people fall and hurt themselves is like the funniest thing. And (laughs) my wife thinks I'm like morbidly like disturbed and stuff. Yeah. I think that, that dynamic they have like, Oh my, it it is, it is so good. Just the, it's something you don't, you don't get when it is not like there's this pre-built in thing. They are life partners. And, and when there is something that is so desperate and, and (laughs) so good, it's just so, 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 so good. And watching yeah, it unfold, it, it's, it's awesome. And they have a platform and they yeah. have followers like ourselves who enjoy their stuff. And like, 
Well, 100%. like if they're ever in town, I'm like, oh, you know, I want to go see. I want to go see them. That'd be cool. That's course, they found their mechanism. You know, like yes, there've never been a. There's never been a thing. You know, like YouTube and all that stuff. There's one thing I really find interesting though, and I've talked about this a lot with Anthony, is that like when everybody's famous, then nobody is, and then so then where is the value in things? You know, and I always feel that yeah. the cream always rises still, but there's like. Like, so look at every day is, for example, the phenomenon of every days. And then the octane thing, the octane train, yeah. I guess you say, yeah. um, started by people, you know, like yeah. Mike got me into, for, into octane, same with Raul seeing what Raul did for semi-permanent. I was like, okay, I got to get into this. It's yeah. gotta, it's the future. And now I'm going into the game thing. I think that's the future. So I'm constantly shifting all over, but Anyways, like looking at the redundancies of things, I'm like tired of looking, like seeing like neon broken building renders from Octane. Yeah. Like I'm like, get it out of my face. <laughs> I'm like, I'll look at Mike's because Mike's a homie and like I know where he's coming from, but like all the yeah. repetitive stuff, I'm like yeah. super redundant. Yeah. That, so where's your head at with that? Because it's like, even with UI and, and all that stuff, it's like, oh wow, like that's very redundant or I've seen that before or whatever. Like, yeah. What I do think, you think about that? Because if everybody's doing it, then it's like it's oversaturated and whatever. Yeah. Well, the secret is that um, everybody can do it, but they're not like doing it. Like like um, people doing it is that's a unique endeavor. Like him doing what he does is uh, the substance there is exponentially deeper for a million reasons. So he is like not devalued at all by everybody else doing it. And anybody else who would like, um, uh, go down any road of something that would be like, um, um, you know, like, uh, what's the word? Not unique, genuine, like a genuine endeavor to do something creative. Um, the other people are not like, uh, I don't see it. I see it as this. I see it as like, all these people are doing that. And these are all people that are getting to do something creative. Like, I, like a lot of these people don't even know, they don't get that. It's like, Oh, they're like copying him. They don't like they, and it's, I know it seems from like a more evolved artistic mindset, like, Oh, of course they know. But it's like, no, like re remember back to like when you didn't have this refined thing, like you don't know when you're biting somebody's shit, even when it's so obvious you gotta do them. And I'm closer to this than, than you are other people because I, it hasn't been that long for me. Like, I know what it's like to think like, I'm doing this thing and you're like, Oh shit, I'm just doing Ash. Like you don't know when you're just, you know, when you're starting out. So all these, this like technology and stuff is making it possible for a bunch of people to get to be like, Hey, look, I do a daily thing too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it, if I don't think it's devaluing what the thing is because this is our people that, um, they're, I think it's, I think, I think it's more or less to people that are outside the circle, you know what I mean? Are looking at it from outside, looking at what it is. But I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's still people. If, I, if, I, I love that people are being creative. That's not the problem. Yeah. I, have. I think it's more or less just like, I mean, I, I started changing the, the format of the podcast and I started doing these like I got inspired by Mark Marin and Bill Burr and these other guys. They do this like kind of a rant in the beginning and focusing yeah. on like a topic. And like the last yeah. one was about authenticity. Yeah. My yeah. thoughts on authenticity. And I one thing I regret not saying is that I've definitely spent many times and years of my career mimicking or copying the thing is i don't put that stuff out there and act like it's mine that's the different that's an ethical thing yes when yeah. we had done the fitc thing the ripoffs that came from that was so gnarly yeah. it was so like yeah. frustrating probably more yeah. for me for, than anybody it seemed like everybody else on the team was like yeah whatever i'm like what this is like our work <laughs> like these would be like 
why are yeah. you ripping it? I'm going to get it. But the, the thing is, it was a big, big problem is that we, we did it out of love and because we really enjoyed doing a process of working together. And then yeah. people are making profit off of using that and selling as agencies and companies and making money yeah. off of just basically derivative work, which is unethical. Yeah. There's a yeah. big problem there. But at the same time, it's it's also there's a lot of weird things in this design community, too, because there's a lot of unspoken things. It's the wild, wild west kind of thing where there's yeah. like gunslingers everywhere and people are just fucking. It's like <laughs> there was this funny quote I saw from somebody the other day is like um, the, the current day art for our workforce in art is like 90 percent online tutorials. And then 10% workforce, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like what's yeah. your thoughts on that too? Cause that's a whole nother like phenomenon. That's more than anything. It's like people have, everybody has a gum road. People are yeah. all teaching one another. It's like glorified YouTube videos basically. Um, yeah. If we are to believe that like the tools are not the thing and the thing is like whatever your inner, like the story or your inner, whatever, some other thing that is not about the tools. Um, then none of that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. like, there is going to be this many people trying to do something yeah. and out of all those people, even out of the real, all these really good people that, you know, we know their names and stuff like that out of those people, even how many are doing something that's even beyond just what the art is like the, the direct artist, like how many people are doing like true. some story deeper. I mean, not, I mean, there's a very few amount of people, you know what I mean? Like I was, I've tried so many times and failed so hard at doing that. It's like hard to do. Like, yes. like it's not, and making the images is, is not hard. You, that's the thing that you can kind of learn. And hopefully, you know, you try to like narrow this gap as, as you go. Um, but the idea of, of like everybody who, who is doing all those things, repurposing other people's shit, I guarantee you a bunch of people don't know. They're looking at, at this stuff being like, and I know it looks like it's like an exact rip, but they're looking at it. They're not somebody who, they're not like a you. They're this other kind of more, you know, mainstream kind of regular person that is just, they see that and that's, it's as part of pop culture as, you know, like the honeymooners or something. Like, you know, it's not a real person and a real thing. Like it's, it's influencing the culture in that specific realm. It's very weird. That's um, true though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a thing where it's like that, that's going to be a byproduct if you become a person who is an influential person. Yeah. I think it's totally, right. I mean, I remember like Albert Omos getting pissed at Nick Campbell for like Nick. I remember for that. Years, yeah. yeah. I mean like, and I, if you know Nick, you know, he's a sweetheart. He's not, he hasn't like, yeah. he's not, he's not vindictive or like trying like, <laughs> yeah, he's just super nice wanting to share. And he, and I, I owe a lot to him in my, especially in the beginning learning cinema 4D is me too. Yeah. It's like huge. Cause he was, yep. he was like the one guy that was out there. If you don't know who that is, it's grayscale gorilla. It's the guy who started grayscale gorilla. Anyways, the controversy was that like Adam, uh, Albert Omas is another friend of ours. Um, he was releasing this work and he, it was like these soft body wiggly people like jelly people because he was yeah. using Houdini. He was, you know, figuring out this whole new thing, which set all these trends and had a bunch of copycats. I just saw like another copycat the other day. Yeah. But, um, that's a, like, you know, then there's also like, um, David Lewandowski and all that stuff, like mm -hmm. walk in the park and all that stuff. But, yeah. um, like, yeah, you have like, then Nick went off and was like, Hey, this is how you do it. And then like Albert got super pissed. And I was like, there was two sides to me thinking, going like, well, Nick is discovering it. And then Albert had his, he was very valid on like, hey, this is like my art and you're like cheapening it by like showing everybody how it's done in your way. And, but what, what's your think of thought on that? Cause I thought that was a really interesting um, conundrum that happened, you know? Because yeah. I think more or less like Albert was like the same kind of thing is like, I don't know if Nick was necessarily making direct revenue off of it, but at the same time, it's like, 
he was taking something that he had created authentically and took the time and to be authentic and unique yeah. enough to go and make this risk and this weird work that was very yeah. much his own thing. And then have yeah. it like taken by somebody else. And, and then I think Nick was like taken by surprise too, because I don't think in his mind that was something wrong too. And it was very, yeah. it was like a kind of like, Oh wow. Like this is an interesting thing that's happening here. Yeah. Well, my view is like, I mean, definitely when somebody's doing something like, like I think, I think D Lewis is like a very like original yeah. person, like original He's very entity. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I, like I look up to him as like, he, like he made things that people unanimously like look at like, Ooh, shit, this is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when it comes down to, uh, you know, like, like Nick doing that, um, like, of course is not malicious at all. And it's a thing where like, that's what it's like when you make something that's so cool that somebody else is like, oh man, I want to try to share this to other people. And the key is, um, that when he's like, oh, like you, like, I'm not cool. Or I think whatever he tweeted, like, I'm just for the record, like, I'm not cool with this. Then Nick was like, immediately like, I'm sorry. And a hundred percent took it down. Like totally. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all, so I'm like, I'm like, that's, I feel like they both are, are fully in the right. Like, I don't think it's weird to, um, I mean, if you had to go out and tell everybody to take down all their stuff, that is like I would hate your, and I your stuff. Yeah, yeah. That would be like a long list for you to have to get through. Yeah. Um, and I guess it that's, is a little bit different. But that's not fair it, though. You know, like I think in a sense it's like, because it's not, you know, it's because that person made it and it's like, it's like you got to remove yourself from that. I think that's a really difficult thing. You know, I think Albert yeah. is, 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 yeah, that, that was a little different. I think it, it's, it's, there's it's different, different ways to go about it too. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And it's different in the sense where, it's not like somebody copycatting something like I'm pretty sure he said like, Oh, this is this great guy. And this is what he did. You know what I mean? So I clearly don't remember him sourcing Albert's work. I'm I think that, pretty, was a, that was a big problem. I think that's why oh, I, I could okay, be wrong, okay. but I think he was like, check this thing out and blah, blah, blah. And everybody knew I'm almost positive. He did, did because he? Okay, I'm sorry. Cause he would know. always, he would, and again, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just riffing here. I'm just freewheeling it. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah. But I'm pretty sure because whenever he would show anything from anybody, he would be like, it's this guy, here's the site. Like he would oh, fully okay. show everything. Right. Yeah, okay. So, so in the thing, uh, you know, in that realm, um, I feel like, okay, like that's, it's kind of like fair play, but at the same time, it's like you, at some point somebody might say something and when that happens and you have to be like, oh shit. Okay. Totally. No, of course I'll take it down. Yeah. I just like what you did and whatever. It's so like, I a hundred percent get like both of their sides like like literally it's there's not like a question of one being more like right or wrong or whatever like a hundred percent get like both sides yeah it's a definite, i think what, what do you what do you think about it yeah i mean that's really where i was at because i mean i know them both so yeah and i and i agree and i think that there's like there's totally different intentions i think they're both right but at the same time like i think if anything i think it's more or less like um it probably just should have been like i know it's difficult but like and it slows things up, but if like Nick really wanted to make that, you should have reached out to Albert and been like, Hey, like kind of like, I guess the process, and this is probably, I don't even, I can't even say this is, is to be a right resolve, but like kind of how, like with learn squared, when we would go like that guy is really good or that girl's really good at that thing, bring them in and have them do it. And then they get a slice of the pie because they've shown it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So there's, that's the design of the business basically. So, um, yeah. rather than, um, 
seeing it and then going, I don't know. It's difficult though, because everybody that you're lying to yourself, if you think that the work that you're making now isn't from standing on the shoulders of giants before you, you know, because yeah. everything comes from something and like design isn't made in a vacuum. Art isn't made in a vacuum. So everything yeah. that you've learned, it's like, there's bits of Da Vinci's like work in my work because not because I think I I'm even in the same realm because I'm not, it's because his influence on me, what I saw in his work has influenced my work over the years. There's a bunch of Ilya's work in my work, especially the early stuff. There's a bunch of Danny work in my work, like all these influential people. So I think it's unfair to necessarily go like a hundred percent, like you can't, but at the same time, I think, I mean, since he sourced it, it's like, yeah, but I would say in that regard, I would, I would say the thing that would probably prevent a lot of hysteria and issues would probably just be like Nick contacting Albert directly and saying, Hey, like, I love your work. This is so awesome. I've been trying to explore and find it out. Like, would you mind coming on and guest showing some of it? Or would you mind me like explaining it? And Nick has every right and every capacity to do whatever he wants. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there, there's, that's against the ethic thing of like he you could go off and be an asshole like and nobody can stop you from being an asshole but there is like i'm not saying that he was and that that he was doing that what i'm getting at is like you have the choice but you could go and do different things i think i don't know it's like it's very complicated everything, everything i wish I, like, I want them both to be on here right now because i feel so uncomfortable like just like <laughs> trying to figure out like yeah but from an um, outsider i think and there's blatant ripoffs, and I think that what the real ethical issue is when people rip things off directly and make money off it. That is what kills it the most, and that happens yeah. a lot. And that's Which, the stuff that like everybody should be like hating hard on. Like, do, yes. I, I publicly shame people when they do that. I'm like, hey, for you sure. gotta stop that. Like, I mean, yes. I'm all I'm all for like if you want to like if you want to copy a Rembrandt or you know paint like Frazetta or draw like Joman, uh any of these people, fine, do it, keep it to yourself, don't show it online, and if you do, say that's a study, don't make money off of it, explain where it comes from, the resource and the sources yeah. where it comes from. You got to be open about it, but when you make real work, don't think that that's yours because it's like you put the time and like oh yeah, it's mine. It's like. Dude, I've had the weirdest shit happen. So Mache and I made that Blade Runner poster. Yeah. And this fucking weirdo, like psychopath, weirdo person. And I hope he's listening to this because you're a fucking weird person, dude. Like you really need to like check yourself out because it's fucking weird. <laughs> this guy. And, it, and I can say it too because it's not like my own thing. I was like Mache was involved. So I feel like right. it's like, and he was like, what the fuck? This guy right. went off and like basically traced and redrew the poster and like added a couple little things, but literally like he traced it or like he photoshopped. Thanks. I don't know what he did. And he was like, oh, it's mine. It's my poster. And like, and he'd like, yeah. people go, hey, isn't that like the thing that Ash and Michelle? Like, yeah. No, it's mine. And, yeah. and I was like, dude, you're like, you're mentally like that's that's you're mentally missing like total clarity of like reality. <laughs> like that's really and, scary. Yeah. And I wonder because like when. I was having just a conversation like this with my girlfriend today, actually, which is just like when it's something like that, where the person um, is is showing like some level of disassociation to like such a degree. At what point do you just not even interact with them as? Oh, right. I mean, like, you, like, I mean, yeah, it's like, like I the, mean, I the saw logic that. is yeah. it's so, so off that it's like. What there's no counterpoint for you to grasp onto. No, you're like, dealing with stupidity in like the weirdest form. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it's something like that, right? Yeah. And the the way that I, we dealt with it was just like the audience 
that we've managed to, to build over the years through our hard work and effort and giving so much back, th- that's like almost our immune system. Our true fans are like our yeah, immune system sure. and they just attack the shit out of that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, go for it. You know, like, yeah, I mean, Joe sure. Rogan has that too. Like he'd be like, Oh, you know, send the, the fucking, you know, whatever. <laughs> like he'll yeah, do like yeah. commands. of like attack that person or whatever. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, it's like, you don't want to be an asshole. Right. And like, I don't want to cause ill will to people. I do want people to be shook and be like, Hey, like, that's literally immoral and very rude. It would be one thing for yeah. you to say like the thing I still admire people and they will reach out and say, Hey, can I use your work for this or that? I say, and I'll, most of the time I'll say, yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's like, thanks for asking and go for it. Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, thank you. You know, I'm a, I, I appreciate that. But when you go off and like sneak it around and like act like it's yours, it's like, Whoa, super, yeah, that's- super like, I feel sad for you. Like in the deepest sense, because you're cheating yourself of so much in life, you know, like it's more like I feel yeah. bad, but I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, I have a whole slew of issues. And I think it's mostly because I'm too in the industry still. Like I need to separate a little bit from it. I was talking to Albert, Albert Omos about it a little bit too. And he's like getting into machinery and all that kind of stuff. It's cool because right. I think it's really important to have other avenues of interest. Like I'm really into cars and jujitsu and yeah. other things and photography now, which I guess is yeah. kind of connected to everything else. But yeah. Um, do you have side uh, like things that you're interested in as well to kind of de- un- unwind, unplug yourself from things like art um, and all this drama and bullshit? <coughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I definitely, I think I'm kind of going through a phase right now where like, I wanted to do this big push, right? Like, okay, I want to, I want to like work in movies. I want to figure out how to do like, you know, UI stuff and I want to, you know, whatever. Um, and so that whole thing as a package is kind of circling back to the initial, initial thing about being proud of the work you put out and all that, um, is that whole thing, that whole endeavor of doing that is, was everything like everything was wrapped up in that. Um, and I think now that it's like, okay, I feel like, confident in it. Like I can do the job proficiently finally. (laughs) And there's this creative thing and I turn over stuff every time I do it. And I'm increasingly finding myself in these different scenarios and, you know, everything is like good in that way. And so now that that's true now, now it's like, okay, I I did kind of spend the last five years just like trying super hard at this one thing, because, um, there is a level of like what you were saying earlier of like, uh, to kind of make headway in something, maybe it's like put your head down to the, you know, to like the one thing and just kind of like try to go hard at it. Yeah. Um, but now that everything is balanced out, I mean, I, I didn't have like a balanced life before. So now I'm doing things like, it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm eating better now for the last couple of years, <laughs> finally. And yeah. realizing like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like I wish somebody <laughs> responsible would have told me like, you need energy. And so this is where you get energy from. Yeah. And you will literally wake up in the morning and not feel bad. You will literally not be passing out all the time. You will like, it's so fucking basic. And just like, it's so yeah. sad that I had to go so many years not knowing for some reason, like <laughs> that thing. So that's something, um, good trying to do, like I'm, I'm doing photography too, like just figuring out all that stuff. Isn't that cool? Um, so fun. Oh, I love it. I love seeing everybody. It seems like everybody's getting into photography. It's awesome. A hundred percent. As soon as you did, everybody else did. But but, (laughs) it's so good though. It's so good for us. So because it's it's, so good to see things through the the eye and the lens and just a hundred percent. 
it and helps like, you so much. Yeah, like what um what uh Toro said when he was um I think he said it when he was on your podcast a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um is that like the way that it's such a natural connection to doing this other stuff is like so true. It's like I just and once you kind of get into it and do it a little bit, it's like, oh shit, like this is like so hand in hand. Like yeah. it's just and I think Anthony said it too, like just that whole thing of like capturing light is addictive yes. or however he phrased it more eloquently, probably. Um, <laughs> That's is exactly like, how he said it, I think. It's, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Shit. Okay, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it is a thing where like, like fishing, when I, we call it fishing. We're like going fishing. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Totally. You totally. don't know what you're going to catch. You got to throw it out there and try. A hundred percent. And I've been doing like a lot of like street photography and stuff too. Right. It's so great. there's this weird dynamic of like, oh shit. Okay. There's like, you're put pointing the camera in somebody's face and I hate like any kind of confrontation. I just want to be invisible, you know, but I'm just like, like this a telephoto is like lens. intriguing. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I did, I got like a 24 to 240. Good. <laughs> um, which is like pretty sweet cause it's great. small and it's small enough and it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's like decent enough. Yeah. Um, but kind of gives me like just, just the right amount of range where I can kind of like, you know, creep on people a little bit <laughs> anyways. Um, but the idea of, uh, of, of that as like a hand in hand thing with like, you know, doing design and stuff, it's just, it's so good. And, and the thing that I didn't, um, expect, like what I wanted to do is I was like, okay, I want to be able to like do this so that I can, uh, you know, like more completely tell a story, like just doing UI shit is like, this is like pretty like empty in terms of this like story thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, there is points where it does tell story, but yeah, it's like, Oh, hundred percent almost. Yeah. But like when it comes down to it, if you see one picture on an iPhone of like, you know, a kid on the street eating an ice cream, it's more powerful than any UI like daily render thing. You know, I mean, Generally for me anyways, sure, um, same. it's, it, there's, it, it's a real person. It's like a person in a moment, you know what I mean? So yeah. how could it not be that have this inherent thing? So anyways, so my idea was, oh sweet. Like I've always wanted to like do that. And like, you know, I went to school for like that kind of stuff, like shooting and stuff. And I just, I always had cameras and I was always like shooting stuff when I was younger and I was like, oh, this is like perfect now. Right. I can like use this and yes. be able to like do all the cinematic stuff, but then also combine it with the design stuff and like, oh, this is like sweet. Yes. And then one part that I didn't realize was that like once I went out and was like shooting stuff, I'm like, oh, I now get photography like you like the process of doing it Hmm. is like so meditative, meditative, meditative um, that it's I'm like, oh, shit, like I'm outside. So obviously it's also just totally opposite than when you're sitting in front of your computer. You're out there. And it's like, you're like, you know, I get get a coffee, walk around. And it's like, the purpose is to just observe stuff. And I didn't go into it for this, this thing at all. I just went into it as like, a, oh, sweet. This is like another, you know, cool artistic endeavor. Yes. But th- I mean, I've done nothing except for just try to learn about photography and just go out and take a shitload of pictures and do it like every night and just whatever. And, but, but I didn't realize that this like meditation that kind of comes with it where oh, it's like, it's you're best. like looking at, like you're looking at the world around, you know, shit that they tell you to do. Like you're supposed to go sit on a park bench and kind of like think about shit and look at stuff. Yeah. But when you're also kind of like capturing it too, it's you know what I mean? Next level baby. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. Like a hundred, hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. connecting me spiritually with nature again. It's crazy. Like, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we were in Japan, it's just like, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's kind of interesting. I talked with Anthony about like photography is like either you either you go to hang out and do stuff or you go to, you go to take photography, like you, you right, take photos, yeah, you know, yeah. like, so it's also like, it's a meditative state, but it's also very like, for me, 
I've gone out with a couple friends and it's fun too, but I actually realized that I like kind of just like going completely by myself, which is scary right. too, because I like to shoot weird stuff at night and dark and it's like, you have yeah. a lot of gear on you and yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, you, I mean, I shouldn't be that afraid. I'm like, I'm six two, hundred eighty five, and I know jujitsu pretty well. So I should be okay. <laughs> Sometimes I welcome yeah. confrontation, but at the same time, I think it's like it's still kind of sketchy, you know. So, but th- yeah. there's true though. But out in nature, it's just really amazing because you're you're just there and you're experiencing it and you're able to capture yeah. it. And the feeling of capturing that photo because I don't know the way you look at it, but the way I look at it is there's two photographers. There's one that's in the field doing the thing, experiencing the thing, and then there's a second one back home in the computer who's like tweaking it slightly to exemplify or, you know, establish or build out the actual feel or the mood or to really remember that. So when you pass it on to the viewer, the viewer is like, oh, shit, like I've been transcended or I've moved into that place. That's 100 when you bridge the gap. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah, like I've bridged. I've put you in that scene without you having to go there. But at the same time, I'm helping hoping to encourage you to visit that place in some capacity in your life because it's like that's the power of photography for me at least I, there's many different ways right and photo- every photo photographer has their own way i find that i try not to study photographers necessarily because it's the same thing like i don't like to study designers anymore or anything like, i just like yeah it just because you realize they're just people and they're all doing their own thing and, and you just like you need to go do your thing and be obsessive about it and like you said like you're just obsessed with like watching tutorials i imagine like i i like before before i went on this trip i I watched thomas heaton he has this like youtube channel where he's out in nature he's a photographer he has like he's quite interesting because you'll take he'll go out and like like long hikes and all this stuff and you'll take like one photograph like fuck dude like i'm I'm, like taking fucking hundreds you know like everywhere changing lenses and but again i was like that's so cool because he's so different from me and i love that because like he's out there trying to capture that one thing and i'm out there just like this is cool and I want to try to capture all of it as much as I can, you know, but yeah, photography yeah. is awesome. I have a, yeah, I'm, there, I'm, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say like, there definitely is a thing where like, I mean, if you can get to a point and this is what is for me now, like kind of what's like getting me going in life is like, um, when you can go do something and kind of be like, I'm, I am uncovering this for myself. Yes. Like who Beautiful. knows, like you might see something that other people haven't seen in some way and not like some like grandiose way, but just Subtle. like the reality yeah. is like your, all your experiences and all your, you know, whatever, like the, it, it builds to something that, I mean, everybody was a person who figured out something in the past and yeah. certain people have done these thought experiments like an Albert Einstein and like changed shit like crazy. So yeah. There is a scale there. So on some sliding scale, you going out and doing your set of particular things, being, you know, in the middle of nowhere and taking photos of stuff um, like that discovery, you know, even if there's things that others have discovered or whatever, for you to discover it yourself, like not through watching somebody else do it is like a pretty magical thing. I think it's very powerful. I think it's, it's something I really love and I'm so stoked and like I love it so much. I'm so pissed because my fucking... My camera, I have an A7 III, three months yeah. into ownership, and I started getting this like shutter failure shit on it. I'm like so pissed. Oh, shit, really? It broke right before I went on the trip, too. So I was like freaking uh, out. So I'm like, fuck, uh, I brought all this gear and I'm going to be hiking like 40 miles into the fucking wilderness, brutal. carrying like 50 pounds worth of crap. I'm like, dude. So yeah, I was really bummed. So I, I sent it back off to Sony, like, please fix it and then send it back to me so I can use it again. So yeah, I'm kind of like missing my limb. I do have my 5D Mark II, so I still have something. So I shouldn't be so bitchy about it, but I'm just right. 
it just sucks to spend all that money on something and then have it fail. You're just like, it really like it. If in like, oh, it pisses me off to the core because I'm like, yeah, oh, like yeah, because invest so much <laughs> I time. Did and all, energy. I did all the right things. Yeah, I did, and I it did still all the right work. Yeah. But it's another lesson, though. Um, yeah. Why did you take all your work down? I'm curious. I'm like, what's the deal with that? Like, because yeah, your Behance think, is cleared and your yeah. Instagram's cleared. So what was yeah. the, what's the deal with that? Um, I think just you know, I feel like I whatever that initial push was to do stuff was um uh, it was these things like that was a byproduct of me doing this overall push and like I like a bunch of the stuff, but uh, it is what's the description, I guess like, um, being like, there is some sort of weird entrapment where you're like, Oh, this is like what I do. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. I know like a lot of people like are like literally like on the other side of this, like in such a hard way. Um, but, and for some people, the direct pieces are like, it's like, uh, okay, like you made a short film or you're like a musician, you make an album, like you don't just remove the album, but that's not what any of my work was. Like my work was the byproduct, like this to me, this podcast is is more representatory of the whole journey than the than seeing the output. Like the output, I'm just trying to like foster this idea that the output is is the byproduct of me more purely interacting with whatever art is. I guess. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's um, a ballsy thing. I I dig it. I appreciate it. It's, yeah, it's very rare and it's it's cool. I I I praise it because it's. Um, I just, I don't know, it excites me. It's cool. Cause I'm curious to see what you're going to do next. And that's just like, I don't know. I love that. I love, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, we're all, we're meant to just, we're meant to change and grow and, and shift and, and try different things, you know? And, and that is a good way to put it. Yes. It's, it's, it's in line with that thinking, which is just like, you don't have to be, and I have, I mean, I know people that are like, definitely like, Oh shit. Like I get it. Like you're boxed in because of your work and whatever. I'm like, sure, actually, I don't, it's, 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 it's for sure. But I'm like, I, that's actually, I'm totally like fine. It's just, it just was not the impactful thing was, um, like doing like the film work and stuff like that. Like there's been a few now where I'm like, Ooh, okay, this is pretty sweet. You know? And like, yeah. there's been a few that have come out like a couple more coming out this month. And I'm like, Oh, that's no, that's like, I, I put my energy into that. Like yeah. that was like, that's a more representatory thing as, you know, and if I had made a film or if I had done some other stuff, then, um, then that deeper endeavor, I, I would like, I'd want to keep that. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the other stuff is, is somehow inherently a little more, I don't know, I guess maybe more expendable, but the other part of it too, is like, that's also like, I meant to take it down so that I could, you know, I had this, this, um, plan of like different stuff that I wanted to do. And as I was taking photos and stuff too, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like, you know, sometimes you just want to have like kind of a new standard. Oh, now I do things this way as opposed to however you used to do that's it. Smart. Right. That's smart. So, but then what I found was the more that I didn't have any of it up. Um, and the more that I was just, I don't know, just again, just trying to like purely engage with doing whatever it is that I'm doing, yeah. uh, taking photos. I'm like, I'm not even like posting these photos anywhere. I'm just like taking them and then having that second life at home where I put on a coffee and then edit them <laughs> and like figuring it out. And then, you know, and then seeing, and then I, you know, I walk around around the city and I'm like, Ooh, I know this guy. I know this guy. Cause I, 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 you know what I mean? And this little, sure. It's it's a thing or it's like, um, I don't know. It's this intriguing thing. There's something to it in that, uh, it's not, I'm not putting it. I'm nothing wrong with putting something out there at no. all. Like I fully am into it and I want to put out a bunch of stuff. It's just, specifically this 
at this moment is like, I'm just figuring out my own stuff. And then the movies are going to come out and that's cool. Like, it's just, um, I don't know. It's this, it's this other thing where like you remove it all and then you're left with like, like what's up? You're like sitting in front of your computer, you know, or you're just going out and shooting photos or you're thinking about like, I wonder how I could do, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is, who knows. Right. Um, but yeah, there's just something in it. And then the more that time that goes by, it's like intriguing. Also feeling that thing of like, Ooh, I get why people said before that it's hard to always put stuff out because the more you don't do it, the more you're like, Oh shit, that's not good. You know? (laughs) And I've actually come, I've actually come to a place where I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, when I was putting stuff out all the time, I was like becoming much better, way faster. I was interacting with art a lot more. Yeah. I was like all the things of me putting stuff out all the time was actually totally good. So I'm going to fully go back to doing that hundred percent. Yeah. hundred um, percent caveat, maybe zero percent. I don't know. But the point is just like, <laughs> you know, there, yeah. there's, there's something good about it. And uh, I like the idea going back to this Joe Rogan thing, Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, just make stuff and then just like put it out there and leave it, which I've always been like good at that. Like just internally, like being honest, like I haven't like the likes thing and all that. Like I'm super happy when I'm like, Oh shit, like this person liked it. And then like they call and then I work on a job with them. I'm like, this is some super tangible shit. That's like, I admire that person. So nothing, nothing wrong with liking the like for that specific thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's a healthy thing. So I didn't have any like weird relationship with it in that way. Hmm. Um, but just, I just like the idea that like, some amount of years ago, I was a stand-up comedian. I was just on stages, like primal, the most primal thing, man talking to many men um, or person. And like, you know, I mean, I wasn't good. <laughs> That's not the point. But, but uh, same thing Still with music. doing it. It's gnarly. Same thing with everything. gnarly thing. For sure. And, and it's like that intrigue of that. And uh, what happened with all this stuff, like I literally saw Iron Man and I didn't know how to use, I had opened up After Effects like uh, less than a month before. And I was like, I wonder if I could, so naive, but sure. I wonder if I could make this stuff. It's good and to I be like looked, that though. Looked Naivety at the portfolios, hundred percent. It is a good part, yeah, for sure. Um, and I looked at the portfolios of people who made those things all together and I'm like, okay, so Jace is so good. He doesn't like, um, he is different than whoever you could find who's like kind of freelancer kicking around at different places. Like, you know, some like lower level person who just isn't as accomplished, but that person also has a place in this. So I'm like, Oh cool. Like, you know, just, you start to see like this, um, um, like opening, maybe I could like kind of get in here and like do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Connecting the dots. <clears throat> yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and I forgot where I was going with this, but no, was it? you're driving home your point, which, again, Am I? which is good. Yeah, this is good for everybody that's listening to. It's like, it's good. And then also at the same time, it's like, it's just finding your niche, finding what works and then like making sure it happens and manifesting it, you know, and like just yeah. being, being, I think another thing that's really important is you're clear about your tra- trajectory and you're not like wavering all over the place and random. That's what's yeah. cool. That's why I asked the question of like, whoa, it's interesting that you've removed your work. It's kind of like, I really appreciate that. You should really listen to that because uh, there was another episode I listened to on that podcast, the Akimbo podcast, because there's another one called like Ignore Sunken Costs, which he's talking about like when you succeed in life, um, there's like these there's these moments of like pitfalls that happen. And like when the more you go through them, the more you realize like, oh, shit, this is where the good stuff happens. Basically, the hardest part. basically. Yeah. So he, you'll, you'll appreciate it. I think you'll dig it. And it's probably going to hit you perfectly at this time too. And knowing you're right. going into photography as well, because now you're going to take your photography, you're going to merge what you know in After Effects and then with designs and you're going to create a, a, a amalgamation basically. I've been thinking about doing it myself, but like it's, it's been done so, in so many ways that I'm like, I just don't want to become, 
I don't want to be perceived as like, oh, unauthentic. So I just like, I'm just sticking to photography only because <coughs> it's like so pure and you could rather yeah. than adding on bells and whistles to the photography, I like, but there's, there's ways yeah. of doing it in a, I just saw like a really cool example today, Liam Wong, like some guy, I can't remember his name, but like took Liam's photo or his video and like turned it into point cloud data kind of stuff was really was oh, pretty yeah. cool. I don't know if you saw that. It was pretty cool. No, but, I didn't. That sounds cool though. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's endless stuff though, but it's I like think, I think the thing. So, yeah, I think the way to think about it is like, um, you now being able to capture reality you like you now have eyes out there that you can kind of convey to people. You know what I mean? So that thing, like, uh, there, there's no, um, uh, that on its own, of course, stands. And of course, all your other ways of conveying thought stands like design and 3d and whatever, whatever the things are. Um, so if you want to like tell a story and you have more like pieces of things to pull from, you can like convey the story better, you know, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. if it calls for it, which in the most complete way, and if you continue to go down the road um, of doing whatever this whole pursuit is, then of course it will, where you will have something that will be a designed thing over top or integrated with your eyes in the world, you know, like Anthony, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the idea of just like, I mean, the fact that he knows how to do all these different things so well Bastard. and he just uses it like when it is needed to be used yeah. is like, I think is like kind of the ultimate thing, right? It's the ultimate. Yeah. That's, and that's what I'm going towards every day. Like, uh, I know yeah. all these things, you know, and then what's crazy is he'll go like, man, how do you do all these things? I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm just trying to keep up with you, you dick. So yeah. Yeah. It's how, how, did, how did you, how did you meet Anthony? Anthony saw my work, I think online total recall or something. And he reached out, he sent me an email and then he sent me his work and I saw it and I was like, awesome. And he, yeah. when he did his, his Tron short, he did a short film, yeah. did this Tron yeah. thing. And then we, I said, Hey, give me a call. And we got on a call and we ended up talking for like three hours. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're buds. <laughs> we're buds. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I totally get you. You understand it. And then yeah. ever since then we've been working on projects together and doing things yeah. together and just kind of moving from there but it's just you know when you meet somebody and it just aligns and it's just there's so many things in life that are difficult and some of those things that shouldn't be as friendships i think friendships should just come naturally yeah you don't want to force things you don't want to have to like work hard at it every time like it's like dude because it's yeah. so you want to just be like hey i love you you're awesome like and yeah and and i want to be here to help support whatever it is you do that's you want to effortlessly have that every time with yes, a friendship. Yeah. I'm a huge, like, that's like what I believe in. And, and even in marriage and, and, and all that kind of stuff, relationships, this should be the exact same thing too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult though. You know, it's difficult to find that and it's difficult to be, to align yourself with that too. And you got to be particular and peculiar about like who you align with. And I mean, I've, 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 I've removed a lot of people from my life over the years just cause I'm like, ah, oh, you're just, we're not aligned. No. So you gotta, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing I've been do learning you, more and more is like you saying no to things. It's like the more you say no, the more you say yes, you know, to the things yeah. that matter, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And do you, um, like, do you have, cause I know some people like when they talk about like sort of kind of moving on from people in their lives, they kind of feel like there's like some like negative connotation to it. But like, I never felt that I was just like, it, th I like that idea of like, are you aligned with them? Like sometimes you're just like kind of not aligned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like you, you, you want, it. um, I mean the idea of, uh, of being like having the kind of like symbiotic kind of thing where it just kind of works, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like, uh, I don't know. The inverse of that is not, it's not negative to not want to be around people that are not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I've, yeah, I've, I've experienced both at high levels. So I'm like, I'm gotten right. to the point where I'm like, I just don't care to waste my time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. if it doesn't, if it doesn't work in sync, I'm just like, I don't, I'm not willing to put the effort or time in because I just don't feel it's worth it. You know? So yeah, it could just be yeah. me getting old or it could just be, <laughs> be me being smart about it and being like, Hey, like I've already been around this. I don't necessarily think I need it. So let's yeah. just, and it does, you know, it's not like I'm saying I'm avoiding adversity within friendships and stuff. I just like, if it doesn't work, it's like, I don't care. I have so many people that I yeah. love in my life. I, there's like, there's only so many room, so much room, you know, you eventually have yeah. to give to people, you know? So, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 an, it's a never ending thing. Th- you know? There, there is something about like, you know, when you see like the two old guys sitting on the bench somewhere mm-hmm. and you're like, and they're just like talking about what they want to talk about mm-hmm. drinking coffee, you know? And it's like, Oh, like this is really what it is all about. Yeah. Like they've whittled it down to being like, you know, at some point in the future, you and Anthony will be like old <laughs> and then so? like s- sitting somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's the thing. It's on like, it works. And, VR. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sitting on benches with our mouths drooling. Yeah. yeah with exactly. a soylent drink in our hands. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, like, you know, and it's like when it works, it's like, oh, that's, like that's kind of everything. Like when you're old and you get to go to like the the diner with like your old friend and just like sit and talk and you can just tell it's like you have been talking about the same thing for like 20 years or whatever, yeah. you know, but that's yeah. like, it, it just, it works. It's working, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. That's, like beautiful, that's yeah. the best thing, you know? And I don't know, like it's just the good, good part of life I think is aligning with the right people and in a healthy way, you know, and, and, and also helping check one another and make each other better. You know, I think it's really key. It doesn't need yeah. to be like just fucking butterflies and rainbows all the time. So definitely yeah. ebbs and flows, but yeah, I don't know. Damn dude, this is, we go, we're going for a record on this one, dude. This is oh, awesome. Sh- you are so amazing to talk to. We should definitely co-host or something. That'd be fun to do. Like yeah, there's man. somebody you can think of that you really want to talk to. It'd be fun. I tried to get Andrew on here, but I think he's a little shy and he always ends up just giggling in the background. So, Oh, I've, I've, I've <laughs> wanted to get Andrew on here also. <laughs> your boy lover, your boy toy. Yeah. Um, but me, no, me, I mean, and An- me and Andrew, like, I don't know how it happened, but like one day I went to LA and then he took me up for dinner and then I talked to him every single day, <laughs> like, <laughs> like every single day since. Wow. For like, I feel like it's like years now, Man like it's been a couple of years. You just like chat then. Is it like on a chat or yeah, is it we just like, like you chat, like a, you know, video chat, you know, really like wow. put on lipstick. No, we don't video chat. Well, oh, we like, might damn. have maybe one, one or two times put on lipstick, um, wear other people's skin. Yeah. yeah just like all the normal put lotion shit, in you know the basket. I mean? All that guy. A hundred percent. We yeah. both put the lotion in the basket at <laughs> the same We're time. Like, who is play, who's playing whose role here? We do it's Chipotle, very confusing, but recreant for a dream ending Chipotle. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know that. I know, I know he's, yeah. he's always spoke really fondly of you. So that's awesome. So I didn't know that though. That's great. Yeah. Andrew's great. He's a great guy. But if there's somebody you can think of, I mean, it's like, yeah, it would be really cool to bring somebody on for us to just like attack them with questions. I think that yeah, be, I'd love that, man. I'd love to do that. Yeah, I'm doors open. So you let me know when I think it'd be fun because, uh, 
it's a unique dynamic. And this podcast is, it's not, it's not supposed to be formulaic. It never was intended for that. And it's literally like something that's just a hobby of ours that we love to do. And it's, yeah, we didn't realize it's going to have the effect that it does on so many people, but right, it yeah. does. And it's like, it's really cool that we can help offer it. And yeah, give absolutely. It out. And it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, it doesn't make money. It's like not a thing for any other purpose other than it's like it's purity of its soul which is like so key so important so but um yeah i gotta get back to these tutorials dude i gotta freaking start cranking out some freaking redshift baby definitely uh, it's been amazing to talk with you i really appreciate it i'm super stoked on getting to know you more and seeing where everything comes from and i'm really happy and proud of where you've come from and thank you for sharing that journey with everybody because i'm hoping that you're you know early self is listening to this and goes off and does whatever they're you know setting out to do based on your advice or whatever you've gone through because i'm imagining that's one of your big goals here so yes that i would i would like that to be if it is you know heard by one person that would be very cool and there you have it everyone big thank yous to nicholas for coming on the show and sharing his time with us this week as usual, you can find the links to the show notes for this week's episode at thecollectivepodcast.com slash 188. You know, you can also find all that good stuff at our Facebook page, Twitter, and iTunes podcast page. Um, that's going to be it, everybody. I hope that was an inspiring episode. I hope you go out there and do your passion projects, chase some of your dreams, make awesome stuff happen. Um, go out there and be amazing. You know the drill, everybody. Go out there, be powerful, be prolific. Peace out, everyone.